what do you want your life to look like? What do you want? And then find somebody who has that life and start finding out what it, what's their routine. When they wake up in the morning, what are they doing? What are their mindset? How are they spending their money? How are they spending their time? Because we human. If another human does it, it means that we're capable of doing it. This week, our show is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, green juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few? So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash success. Listen, we have too much going on, period. I said it, we don't spend enough time doing the things we love or even with our loved ones. Worse yet, we find cheap and unhealthy substitutes to fill many other gaps in our lives. Hello Fresh. <laughs> That's right, meet Hello Fresh. We all know that eating out isn't the healthiest alternative, and while it may save you time now, it costs later. Hello Fresh is the answer. With America's number one meal kit, get fresh, easy, seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. For limited time only, get 10 free meals with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com forward slash success 10 and enter success 10. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am and I get what I get because I live in smoke. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined, as always, by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. With the big mic. Let me just call it out. They got me with the big mic today. Big mic. <laughs> no doubt. We big also man. got uh, uh, Dr. King in the building. What's going on, J. I King? I have a dream. Wee oui, wee. Oui. He's, he's got a, a tight shirt on, so he's definitely ready to pod. You know what I'm saying? He's ready to go. I, I came to pick him up this morning from his room, like, yo, let's go. Oh, he was in there doing push-ups. I'm like, okay, it's going to be that kind of pie. Uh, to my right, I got Dr. Douglas Thomas in the building. Man, and uh, last but certainly not least, oh, Thank bless you. you. Thank you. Um, last but certainly not least, we have a returning guest. <laughs> returning champion. It's like when you win Jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? You get to come back for the Champions Classic. Did she win Jeopardy? We got, uh, she did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She did win. Uh, Miss Tiffany Montgomery is back. Uh, welcome. Good day, mate. Uh, good day. Uh, <laughs> we are in London. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany tried her accent on the crowd, and they was like, ah, that's Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Uh, okay. You, that's you their first cousins. Exactly. That's, right. that's their first cousins, um, so we good. Yeah, no question. So you, oh, right off the cuff, no, huh? No questions. <laughs> As you can see, he's on keto this morning. You know what I'm saying? Straight to the croissant. Straight. That's uh, all they coffee. got here. Look like it. Um, <laughs> as you know, when, when you're overseas, uh, you kind of got to get on a different routine, different schedule. So 
I'm not sure what time it is back in the States. Maybe like 1, 2 a.m. Uh, but, you know, the show must go on. So I appreciate y'all joining us. Uh, I have an exciting announcement to make. Hey. Uh, oh, no, we ain't got no sound effects. No, yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, make up some, y'all. No. <laughs> exactly. Edit some here. Uh, have a little croissant with your jelly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, now he gonna judge me. my croissant. I got to eat it the way he would eat it. Hey, <laughs> he's back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, How you do it out here? No, Pick your finger up. Yeah, you got it. make sure you put your finger up. Uh, I'm a I'm a free agent. I'm a free agent. I'm 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 leaving iPhone. Oh, yeah, I'm leaving iPhone. Now, I ain't left yet because I don't have nowhere else to go. <laughs> but uh, I'm making myself, I'm, t- I'm done. I'm done. What? I, uh, yeah, no, I'm done. This is uh, shocking news, bro. I, I'm tired of it, dog. I'm tired of being treated like this. I'm tired of being disrespected with the high price phones and the no technology upgrades. No technology upgrade. I, I have a problem with this. I know we said it a while ago. It's like a bad marriage that you just can't leave. It's like, man, it's like your spouse is abusive and you just can't get out. Hey, bro, I thought the nuptials said in sickness and in health. Oh, uh, listen, I never took no nuptials with them. Do death. Do us I did They look sick right now. They no, sick. I mean, but I'm saying, though, I do have like some real beefs with them. And the first one stems from the fact that I'm tired of the systems all being connected. Mm. I thought okay. that was the advantage. I don't know, but somebody FaceTimed me the other day and my son picked up on his iPad. Mm. Oh, I'm like, what? And I turned the thing off. I was like, oh. oh, that's spooky. Spooky. That's spooky. Trey like, hey, what up? Oh, matter of fact, you FaceTime me and Trey answer. Trey I wasn't even in the same state. Oh. State. I'm like, put your dad on the phone. He was like, oh, my dad ain't here. <laughs> and Maul called me and was like, hey, I just FaceTimed you. Trey picked up in Atlanta. Wow, in Atlanta. In Atlanta. I'm like. Where was you at? I don't know. I can't remember. I might have been in Michigan. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, not, not only that, I'm just tired of like every time. Oh, it's just a, every time they come out with a new phone, it's just a better camera. They slow your phone down. Faster I'm just tired. Processes. So. I'm just saying, cricket boost. Come on, let your boy. Android. Come on, let your boy. Whoever else is out there, uh, I'm ready to go. So uh, uh, this how you know it's bad. I didn't even know, man. I just was like dealing with it. I never even said that. I'm like a chick getting abused. Don't even want to say yeah, that. Exactly. I never even said anything about it. But my um, text, all of them just oh, erased. Oh, erase, erase. All of them just gone. Oh yeah, I believe that. Yeah. yeah so it's like. I'm, I'm like, you know, I keep uh, file all my texts. Then one day I get on, they just gone. And I was like, when it first happened, I was like, what did I hit? I was like, all right, don't even worry about it. Don't do it again. Then the next time, like four weeks later, all my stuff erased. I was just like, well, okay, this can't be a coincidence. Then two days later, all of them erased again. So I called my boy Teron, like, T, what's going on, bro? He was like, oh, <clears throat> um, when you upgrade, that was an upgrade challenge. Huh. I was like, what? He was like, no. yeah, what you do is you go to iMessage, cut that off, cut the phone off, cut it back on, hit that joint again, and I did it. And all my messages from 2018 came back. Wow. But to C's point, I wasn't going to say nothing. I was just like, yo, I'm no, getting no, abused. No, they got a settlement say something. now. No, you got to say something. They got a settlement now. Yeah, yeah. say something. You I need to get my check. Money. Yeah, you got to say something. No, yeah. you got to say something. Yeah, say I mean, something. That, okay, they just, I feel like it's just some things you should be able to do that you can't. How come I can't search an individual text message? Because, like, you know, like, uh, let's say 
you want to search a message, you just yeah. put in like uh, podcast, podcast time. Secret to success. I got 62 different podcast time texts. Yeah. How come I just can't go to Tiffany text and search her individual text? Oh, you might have just gave them the next upgrade. I'm just trying to say this is basic stuff that we need. If I, me and E talk, we, bro, I tried to find one of me and E texts the other day. I was scrolling for about eight hours and I knew exactly what it said, but yeah. it was a key phrase or right, word right, right, right. that I used probably with right. some other people too. Right, and so but all if I could, that stuff came up. I'm done. Steve I'm Jobs done. is dead. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And you talk about, it's crazy, but you talk about the importance of yeah, no one person and one, one person. person's vision. No question. And I promise you, it, they hold, it, yeah. swag just ain't been the same. <clears throat> they need to step it up. I'm tired of uh, being treated like but this. But when you move on, is it going to be better? Mm. Mm. How do I know is if I never move on? How do I know if I never move on? I'm not happy now. Price ain't the concern these days. Convenience is. You know what I'm saying? Price I don't think, the, I don't think the, the grass is green on the other side. I think you're going to have well, this problem on the other side. Let's tell them what problem we having to see if Android okay, want to fix yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like when you get ready to move to a different business, yeah. they like, look, what are you willing to do to keep yeah, You, you know what I'm saying? What are y'all willing to do? My boy called me from, didn't we get a tip? Didn't we get a call from T-Mobile? They said they could save three hundred dollars a month. Oh. Hmm. T-Mobile, T-Mobile call, T-Mobile call. They oh. won't even wait for you to leave. Oh. We got to hook up from T-Mobile. They call. Oh, yeah. Well, we can save three hundred for everybody oh. every month. So I feel like I, I already owe T-Mobile <laughs> based on the Ponzi scheme me and E figured out. Back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. I ain't gonna tell y'all about the little yeah. side look. Yeah, you know side what I'm saying? Hustle. It's not nothing illegal. So don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They gonna be like, oh, what they do? Um, but man, no, good to have everybody back. Yeah, good to be back. Um, I think Tiffany sent her crew after me after the last podcast. Yeah. I think she had her homies her like homies. she emailed everybody and was yeah. like, go into the comments, in tell the them I, I need to she be had back millions. and I need to talk yeah. more. Yeah. They didn't pass me yeah. the ball enough. Nope. And so I was Coach. like, so I, people was hitting me up and they was like, yo, uh, Tiffany need to talk more. Right. So give her the rock. Right. And I said, hey, I'm the coach. This is one of those podcasts where it's like, you know, it's a lot of shooters. You know what I'm saying? Maul has come in, and Maul is like Kurt. He, he gonna get his Maul start. Like Kurt. You know what I'm saying? 32 and 10. Maul gonna get his start. Yeah. Now Carl don't mind just rebounding, putting you. it back. He not gonna trip. But yeah. Maul trying to get 30. Yeah. He coming out James Harden. Oh, okay. Harden. Step back. Step back. You like E. Why did you just yeah. cross the half court line and you let it fly? It? And uh, I'm so, I think I'm so, the best in the league. So, <laughs> you know hey, you see that one thing with Kobe? When Kobe had like three or four people around him, yeah. and he mm -hmm. wouldn't pass the ball away. Oh, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, that's E. No question. Oh, that's E. Hey. Hey, it's I'm open. E, I'm open. Hey. What they say is you look at him like, oh, okay. yeah. you open? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and the bad thing about E is he'll pump fake the pass to you. No question. And then you get geeked up, yeah. and he's still shooting. I'm so. like, Kobe, I'm 50. Uh, he take 50 attempts, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, no question. question. So, uh, Tiff, this time we are going to be I'm, mine. I've instructed my colleagues to pass the rock a little bit. Um, man, okay, so um, we have been, it's been brought to my attention uh, that we've been extremely hard on people the last few weeks. And so I told E last night at dinner, I said, hey, maybe we should let up a little bit. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we've been kind of... I think our ratings are going down, What you think? It's been intense. I think our ratings are going down, though. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> what all the soft people come back? You know what I'm saying? Because I think they just peek in on the podcast like, nope, turn that off. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll come back. But uh, one of the things we've been talking about... Um, People being takers, you know, people mm. people not looking out for other people. Mm. And I thought maybe we could do some more work to give out tangible steps. And he said, no, 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 it's been tangible. Apparently you've received some phone calls, <laughs> it's been some texts. I've some, been getting Chipotle. People just sending me all kind of cash app stuff. You know what I'm saying? Calling, saying they sorry. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I still thought to myself, I'm like, okay, we don't want to be... Um, the, the podcast that, you know, berates and then doesn't give you those practical steps. Right. And so if there are people out there who feel like maybe the steps haven't been practical or feel See. like, you know, there's some, yeah. Hey, uh, get wardrobe a, malfunction. Oh, yeah. Malfunction. That's why we didn't hey, have her on. Give me two. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why we didn't have her on. Give me, um, uh, I don't. I don't ever want to be that podcast that does not give out those practical steps because one of the things that I think um, makes E great um, is the the fact that you don't do a lot of theory. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I hear a lot of people when you hear them talk, it's a lot of theory. You hear you hear it. You're like, okay, but I'm not exactly sure how it applies to me or how I can take that. And I had got uh, a few texts from some people who were like, yo, I feel like you guys are stepping on my toes in a good way. You know what I mean? Like I feel, I feel the pressure and you know, as I evaluate my life, I do think about myself first and I do make moves and actions based on, um, you know, my best interest and maybe not the group and things like that. And they were saying to me, how do I come out of that in a world where it seems like everybody else is on that and I'm getting left behind? And so in their mind, again, you, it, you, at the same time, I've heard you say, E, it's a dog-eat-dog dog dog world. world. Absolutely. And so you're telling me to basically become, you know, the sheep when I'm around a bunch of wolves. Mm -hmm. And so how do you... Well, I didn't say that, but I feel... I'm you. saying, I'm <laughs> telling you how they're taking it. Oh, yeah, or right, at least right, some right. people. No, no question. No question. How do you maintain that level of intensity and that level of, I got to provide for my family, Malcolm, by any means necessary? Yeah. How do you... You know, juxtapose. See that? That's a, yeah, that's, I got my master's degree. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you knew. But this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. You know now. I'm attempting to take us to. The, I'm attempting to take us to the next level. He had to wait until we get to London to start right, right, this stuff right, out. Right, right. Yeah. Queen's English. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> juxtapose. You know what I'm saying? Fifty cent. But. Let's talk practically, you know, for people who say, hey, I feel y'all. I feel everything you're saying. I want to be the do things for people. I want to be the lookout for your fellow man. But that's not where I come from. And that's not the norm where I'm from. And I've seen people do that and they've been burned. Mm. And so, E, I think maybe you could start us off and speak to that again, because I think there are maybe practical steps that we can implement to where we can not be a taker and still provide for ourselves at a very high level, provide for our family and go after what's ours. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's that's uh, man, that's pretty deep, see, uh, especially this early. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but no, no, just... just uh, we'll have another croissant. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, light you some more jelly. Give me some more jelly, please. <laughs> you, know what you know what I'm saying? Please. Um, no, no, but serious, you know, I, 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 Gandhi said it best. You know, Gandhi was like, 
if you treat your opposer um, the way they treat you, he was like, yo, like, you know better. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't, you don't like the way they treat you, and then you turn around and do the same thing. So for me, I, I see it two ways, see? Yeah. yeah, we do live in a doggy dog world, and I got to grind, but I'm not going to change philosophically what I believe. And I believe that with the same measure that you give, it shall be given unto you. Like, for real, for real. And I say this because there are people who have philosophies, and it sounds good. Like, they say stuff because it sounds good, but they don't necessarily live by it. Like, I literally, every day when I wake up and I'm making moves, I'm asking myself, like, yo, E, is what you're doing right now going to press down, shaking together, is it going to run over? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm, I'm, for those of you who are listening, like, listen, I'm being real. If I go to the grocery store, I'm saying to myself, how can I plant a seed at this grocery store? I go to Chipotle. Even though I'm going, I need you to hear me. Even though I'm going to eat, I'm looking in the restaurant and I'm asking myself, is there an opportunity for me to be a blessing while I'm in here? I'm at the gas station. I'm putting gas in my car, but I'm looking around like, is there? Now, I don't mean every time you go somewhere, you got to bless somebody, but I'm always conscious of I am being blessed. It's like a two. It's like a two way boy. I'm going to get something. But is there an opportunity for me to give while I'm getting? Because the Dead Sea is the Dead Sea because it takes, but it doesn't give. That's why it's the Dead Sea. It receives, but it doesn't give. So I'm always making sure, all right, I'm being blessed, but am I being a blessing? Is it, are we going back and forth? So yes, we live in a doggy dog world. See, and we do got to get up. We got to go out there and we got to get it. We got to have that mentality that ain't nobody going to give you nothing. But that's how you're responding to the world. Right. You're not necessarily making the world make you respond the way they respond. But I am conscious of I got to play offense and defense in this world. Like I can't just be on offense or I just can't be on defense. So I'm saying practically for those of you, you know, uh, who are listening, it's like a bank account. You can't always withdraw. If you always withdraw, at some point, you're going to go to the bank and there's not going to be nothing in the bank. So when you think about a bank, you, what do you do? You put in, you deposit, you take out. But you should be putting more in than you're taking out so that when you have a need, that money is there. So I just want people to look at it as a bank. You can't, you can't keep withdrawing, 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 withdrawing. I think it's called overdraft. And at some point, they cancel. It costs. Yeah, right. And it, it yep, costs. Yep, it costs. And if you keep doing it, you're negligent. I think they close your account. So I just want you to think of every relationship. And look, man, it's hard, see. When you're in a relationship, bruh, and people are blessing you, like, it's so easy to get comfortable and just chill. It's like, yo, this feel, I'm just being real, bruh. Mm -hmm. Like, this feel good. Like, you, you, like, you're with somebody who's constantly blessing you. It's like, um, you know, in a marriage, you can have a wife that's cooking, that's cleaning, whatever, and you just get to a point where it's like, yo, this feels good to be spoiled. Like, let's just be real. It feels good to be spoiled. It feels good to be pampered. But at some point, if the person that's pampering you get burnt out, you can't get pampered no more. You feel me? So common sense is let me at least do enough for this person that's babied me so I can keep getting babied. But if you burn me out like a like a child, they don't know no better. They suck in the breast. They up at night. 
dang, you ain't getting no sleep. It's Everything. like, you, you might want to tell the baby, like, chill out now, because you're about to wear your mama out, and then you ain't gonna, you're not going to have it. So I, I just think, see, people need to see, yep, there's nothing wrong with getting blessed, but if you just keep taking, 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 you're going to burn that person out, and then you're not going to have that person no more. So even if you're selfish, just look out for the person that's looking out for you so they can keep looking out for you, if that makes sense. So, so I was going to say real quick, what I like about what you said, Ida, so deep is like, you're looking to give, and I want people to move yeah. away from money. Right. Like, we ain't talking about yeah, money. No. Your, your yeah. concept is I'm looking to bless. Yeah. I told my son, he jumps out the car first every morning. I was like, dude, don't you go in that school without opening the door for your sister. Right. You're faster. Right. Right? So you right. jump you out the car, run up to the thing. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah, your sister's walking behind you. Right. Run up, but have a reason why you're running Run up. up. You're running up right. there to open the door right. for her. And I was like, yo, open a door for somebody. Right. We ain't got to be deep. Right. Look for an opportunity yeah. to give. And I think yeah. that's important. Like, if you yeah. start there, I don't care yeah. how you give. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whatever you have to give. Yeah. What's your the little, little drummer, drummer boy. boy. Right. The little drummer <laughs> the little boy. Drummer that's all boy. I got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't all got, I got all that. Can but I play my drum got, for you? Whatever you got, make sure you're looking for an opportunity to give that. So that's And also, when you look for the opportunity to give, make sure you're not looking for them to give it back. Because even when you have a giving heart, you you know what I'm saying? You, your motives might be taking, yeah. which means yeah. when yeah. I gave yeah. to you, yeah. when yeah. you're going to give it back to yeah. me. Yeah. And yeah. you can't. So as soon as you give to somebody, like in my mind, as soon as I give to somebody, I forget that I gave yeah. it to them. Right. But I do expect to get paid back because that's that's a... That's but by a, who? By God. Ah. Mm. You feel me? And whenever you give to somebody else... Somebody else has to give it back to me yeah. at the same measure. So I forgot that I gave it to you. Yeah. It's like mentally, I make make sure I forgot. Mm. So I'm not holding you hostage right. or yeah. bound to pay me back something. You couldn't pay me anyway. That's why I had to give it to you. Right. And everybody, man, look, if you, so all those people out there that you're talking about as far as the, the say everybody else is doing it, you want to stand out. Right. This has always been my whole thing. I got you. I always, if I yeah. see 99 people going to the right, I'm going to go to the yeah. left. <laughs> and if you want to stand out, the first thing you want to do is do the totally opposite of what everybody else is doing. Right. Everybody, if you're in a room full of takers, the way to stand out is by giving. Right. The way to stand out is by giving. Yeah. And so those same people, because I was getting some of them text messages too and emails uh, and stuff right. like that. You and know. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But just, just become a giver. Yeah. Like literally become a gift. There's a reason why people remember Santa Claus, right? Yeah. Santa Claus yeah. give once a year. Yeah. People, because they're so excited. He's a giver, right? Yeah. He gives once a year. Yeah. But don't nobody remember the Grinch. You hate the Grinch because right. <laughs> he takes. Yeah. And so in that same way, man, I found out that when you give and you're cheerful with your giving, that like you were saying, you just don't have no, no anger like, oh, man, and not expecting nothing in return. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a different kind of mindset. Yeah. It's a different kind of joy. Matter of fact, I get excited when I, I give. I get more excited than the person well, that's what's receiving. what's the transition, though, Ma? Because is let's that, just be is real. Is that true or is that cap? That's, no, a, that's true. one of those things. Right, right. just think about it's how we... It's almost like an adrenaline rush. Think about like how we fight. Like, it goes up to you. I'm like, you like... Can't sleep but what's the shift, life. though? Because were we always on this? I wasn't. Okay, that's what I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, what's the shift? Sure. How do you go from being... Because listen to me. I'm going to say it again. It's better to give than receive. Yeah. But I was not a cheerful giver. Right. But I'm saying, here's the deal. I love that text. But, <laughs> but it feels better to receive, though. That's right. That's no, I'm just saying. Like, before you, make that, yeah, before you make that transition, I mean, I love the scripture. It's better to give than receive. But receiving feels better. At some point, like before you make that shift, like I'm an adult now, and of course I feel like I love giving, mm -hmm. and I don't really like receiving as much right. no more. But there was a point in my life where my mom was cooking, washing clothes, like for real. I was geeked to be on the receiving end. Mm -hmm. 
What's the what's the re- what's the shift though? How do because there's somebody listening right now and they ain't on giving. I was watching an episode where she gave away all those cars. I don't know how long ago that was. What was the episode years of? Years ago. Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Oprah. Years okay. Ago, years ago. She said like her auntie. Like we were just <laughs> right, in the right, mid. Right. She gave away cars. I'm like who gave away cars? <laughs> <laughs> My auntie. Yeah. Oh, okay. She auntie. was giving away all those cars. Yeah. And I remember sitting there, what was that, 20 years ago, maybe 15 years ago? It was a long time ago. And I sat there and I thought I would have been excited to be in the audience getting a car. But the joy I got watching her give it was a, I never forgot that moment because that was the first moment I felt joy watching somebody give. And I said, I have to do that one day. And it wasn't that like, I got a car. I was like, oh, I got to do that. I have to give one day. Yeah. Uh, so it was, <laughs> car yesterday. Right, but it was that shit. Like I, I, it was that moment, <laughs> that shit. So yeah. it was after that. I was like, oh, I need to give like that. Like I need that. Mm. I want that feeling mm. that, that I sat there and watched. So you it put on yourself TV. in the giver's seat. But you know what's so crazy? Because they always say, "Don't show your giving," which is true, right. depending on your motive. But it was me watching. Oh that, no, I don't agree with that. that. Well, I do. <laughs> I, I, I do in certain he said instances. He yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do it in certain instances. It's motives yeah. that matter, right? Yeah. But when I watched her do it, it turned something on in me yeah. that said, oh, I yeah. got to do that. And yeah. if she had did it privately, yeah. I wouldn't have had that moment, like that that moment. But ever since no, then, I made sure in small, <laughs> in small instances, I gave where I could yeah. and anything I could, whatever it was. So my point is, like, whenever I get with somebody, I'm like, how can I overgive to them? Yeah. And whether it's it might not might be money, but anything. Yeah, absolutely. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to overgive. And if yeah. you give, I'm like, I'm going to overgive some more. But yeah. you don't know we doing an overgive competition. Yeah, no question that. Yeah, yeah, it's a <laughs> generosity. Overgive competition. Yeah, yeah, overgive you'll never, you'll never yeah. outgive yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I've already made it up. No question. Mind. But I guess, do you know, to E's point, what what was the shift? It was just seeing that? Oh, no, it was literally that Same moment. It, that was a powerful moment for me. For, like, uh, for, for the culture. But a lot no, of people Oprah were excited the, about getting the car. But I think Oprah, for a lot of us, though, okay. was the first person we saw give. on that level give. Oprah yeah. was doing it regularly. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. became like, like a Kevin Hart joke yeah. That everybody's telling it, it becomes a part of yeah. the culture. Ha ha Davis telling the joke. Yeah. You know, you serious, serious. It yeah. became a part I didn't see any yeah. other giver no, no, philanthropist. Oprah, yeah, Oprah was one of the first ones to do phil- that. Major philanthropists yeah. do it privately, which right. I think is important. Yeah. But she was the first one I saw tangibly yeah. give, and I was like, there was something that happened or broke through, and I was like, I gotta do that one. And day. for everybody though, Oprah, yeah. remember, everybody's like, and you get a, yeah. and you yeah. get a, you and know you some get a. complained about the car. They was like, well, they yeah. got to pay taxes yeah, no, on it. They no, were pissed. Yeah, but that's that, that's that yeah. take a mentality. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the consumer. Even in receiving, yeah. they still yeah. take it. Oh, yeah, no yeah. question. No, yeah. You remember those people? You taxes. still take it. Yeah. Oh, I got to put gas in the car. Yeah, yeah. they were pissed. Uh, uh, they said, we don't get gas for this. You're right. just going to give us a car. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, that's what take Give me the car back. I take the car. I give it to somebody else. You're ungrateful. You know, it is crazy when you do that to see the way people react. Um, I remember there's also people going like, oh, she had to do that for tax purposes anyway. Wow. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you just get people who... She didn't have to who, give away cars. Not, not she, 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 she could have bought a plane. Right, she could have bought a plane. Right. But, you yeah. know, again, when you do something and when you get to that level, I think that it's important um, you, to set that example. So, for E, you talked about yesterday, it was crazy, because when people were sending me these texts about these last few podcasts and stuff like this, and they like, but what about, but what about, but what about... I'm like, man, who are y'all around on the regular that's treating y'all this way? And it was crazy. You said something deep yesterday. You, you, we had to put this clip out, and maybe by the time this comes out, you'll already have it. But you said something about like you teach people how to treat you, and of course you've heard that a bunch of times. Absolutely. But he said like your creditors, if you will, 
He said, you got a 400 credit score. They treat you a certain way yeah. because you've shown yeah. that you don't care about yourself, yeah. your own credit in that manner. So now I'm about to overtax you. I'm about to talk to you crazy on the phone. Like, it's yeah. a different. Yeah. You roll into the bank with a 400, 500 credit score. Yeah. It's a yeah. different way they treat you yeah. as opposed to somebody who got an 850. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when everybody was texting me, I'm like, dog, who y'all around on a regular basis that feel comfortable treating you like this that way anyway? Right. So uh, walk us through then, I guess, everybody how to teach people how to treat you so that you don't have these types of interactions on a daily basis. Cause I'm like, y'all in the jungle. Oh, boundaries. I'm not I'm yeah. not in that anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Like right. Yeah, it's boundaries. Yeah. It's just like what you're not gonna do. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. It's it's not really systematic. Yeah. And I think the lower your self-esteem is, the more you're open to allowing people to treat you any type of way. Mm -hmm. But what you're not gonna do is treat me like that. And how you're not gonna talk to is that mm -hmm. and what you're not gonna say is that. And once you start putting those boundaries in place, people stop and think. But you got to open up your mouth and say it like, hey, don't talk to me like that. And they're like, oh, I can't talk to you like that? No, you can't talk to me like that. Yeah. You can talk to everybody else like that, but yeah. watch your mouth with me. But I think you have to stop talking to you like that. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly where it's I, don't, I don't think you tell C, don't talk to me like yeah. that. I think you got to tell yourself. I mean, it goes even small. Like when people say, oh, you're so crazy. And if you yeah. grew up with people saying that to you or... In a negative yeah. connotation, people say that as a joke. You say, I'm not crazy. Don't say that to yeah. me no more. Yeah. And he might say to anybody else in the world, but they won't yeah. say it to me anymore. Right. So it starts with you saying Yeah, you said it to yourself right. that I'm not crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, see, I think, mm -hmm. man, you know, first, when you know, my mom used to say, if you hang around nine broke people, you're bound to be the 10th. <laughs> I think for me, the first thing I had to do was... Nickel break Sucker MC. Sucker MC. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I had to get to the point where it was okay for me not to be with the nine. Okay. You know? Cause that, like, cause I felt bad when I first started doing but good. Would you for rather me, be with solo or with the nine? Solo. No, I'd rather be with the nine. Solo. I'm just saying there was a point in my life I'd rather be with the right, nine right, than yeah. be by myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I actually felt bad. When I would get with a Jamal who was like on something positive. Why? Because I would only be around Maul for a minute and one with the nine, they dogging me out for being with you. So the stress that I had to go through with my community, it was just like, yo, I don't even know if I want to, like, I'm just being real. Yeah. It, like, you know, and, and I make this analogy just because, you know, like you said, how I feel about working out. Like, that ain't necessarily my thing, right? And I used to tell myself, Maul, it was crazy. I had to reprogram my mind because I used to say, is this worth doing this? Like, I'm just being real. Like, I get on a treadmill for an hour and run, and then I'm looking at a honey bun. That's like, mm. that honey bun was worth my whole hour. You know what I'm saying? But I'd be like, I, I wouldn't look at it as it's my whole hour. I'd be like, well, that honey bun, I can eat that joint now. I just ran, I just ran off 600 calories right, so right. I can hit that honey bun. Right. Like, I wasn't on, don't do the hour because you, you just did the hour, so don't eat the honey bun. Yeah. I was on, oh, I'm good now. I ran for an hour, so the honey bun ain't going to kill me. And so I think the hardest part for me when I first made the transition was you make this transition, but you still in your neighborhood. Yeah. Mm. You feel me? Like, you don't make a transition to be wealthy, and then you with wealthy people. I wasn't with Dan Gilbert. We don't hang out like that. I wasn't with Warren Buffett like that on no red. Matter of Yo, fact. Dan, I changed my mindset, though. I'm about to come up to uh, Quick and Loan. You feel me? I'm on my like, way. No, no. Even when Dan Gilbert gave me an opportunity to have an office next to him, I didn't even do it at first, bro. And then even when I did it, I didn't do it regularly. 
Like I got an office right across. I never even did it. I, me and Carl might have went up there three times at best. And I had an opportunity, but I was still in my neighborhood and I was still listening to people who say, E, now let's be real. I don't know where y'all come from, but where I come from, I'm still a minority in where I'm hanging out at. It, 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 it ain't a whole bunch of, I ain't hanging around motivational speakers. I'm not hanging around the top motivational speakers in the world. I'm still hanging with people who going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still live in a working community. The people mm -hmm. in my neighborhood get up and go to work every day. Right. I'm, not, I'm not in a neighborhood where people don't work. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm just being real. I had to love me first. And I had to stop worrying about how they thought about me. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about as an adult now. I ain't talking about no teenager. I'm talking about a grown man still wondering, okay, I'm traveling the world, but I'm going to a church that ain't traveling the world. I'm traveling the world, but I'm, I'm coming back to a church with people who I love who live living from check to check. Yeah. You feel me? And they, they, they not having healthy conversations with me about me traveling the world necessarily. Right. It's some question stuff. Why, you, why would you go to London and turn right back around? So I'm not going to some place where they like, oh, you went to London and turned right back around. What's the next trip? It's like, oh, so what, what, why would you go to London and turn back around? How much money are you making? Like, what about your health? The coronavirus? You willing to put yourself at risk? So, so I'm just saying I don't live in the world that I live in. I don't live in that world. Right, right, right. I don't live in the world that not I live in. You feel me? I still live in, right, San Diego, right. Yeah, but I'm saying I, I still live in Michigan. I still live in a working class. I still go back to people who question my yeah, way. Yeah, but that's wrong. I, it, well, it, it might be. Not, not for you to live there, right. but for even somebody to open themselves up to allow people with poverty, Absolutely. low, low, yeah. low yeah. mentality. Not saying they got low, low, low yeah. mentalities, but low mentalities to even open themselves up to questioning you if it's not, if it's not boundary driven. Oh, you're right. But I'm just saying, I, I'm talking about like, we ain't talking about and I can, his podcast. I know everybody listening, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm saying it's, it's easy to talk it and let's walk it through. But sometimes it's your family. Yeah, I get it. Like we ain't talking about people you can leave. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You be being cut off. Like sometimes the people that's questioning you or the people that may not necessarily question you, but you don't feel them positive vibes. But let me give you an yeah. example. This is yeah. what I mean, because I don't think it's hard. I don't think it's hard. So okay. you're saying it's not easy, right. and I'm saying it's very easy right. because I've done it right. with family. Right. And what I'm saying is, let's use weight as an example. Right. Let's say you fit, you working out, you doing everything you need to do, and a 500 pounder is saying to you, right. "Why are you working out like that? Right. It's not gonna. It don't matter. Right. Why are you doing that? Why are you wasting sleep? You might as right. well just eat. You're getting right. too skinny." Yeah, why would you then say it's, it's your own family saying why well, I got to work out? It's a five hundred pounder. You see, yeah. you, you see what what that's giving them. Yeah. They sick. They going to the hospital. Yeah. They can't breathe. Why would you even allow what they say to you to even bother you Absolutely. and say it's not? Well, it's kind of hard to tell him. He's five hundred pounds. Right. It shouldn't be hard right. to of tell him. Of course, you know you want to be fat though. What if a five hundred pounder is your father though? A voice yeah, that but you I've just been so there and done that. Oh, and everybody yeah. else in your family yeah. fat. Yeah. But I, right. it's it's he been like, there and done that. But there's got to come a time. Where you got to break a certain generational curse, so obesity, no high yeah. blood pressure, no the question. silent killer, which is heart yeah. disease, doesn't come on your family. So it's a yeah. time that you have to raise up your voice and say to your father, "Hey, you didn't do right, yeah. and I want you to live longer. And you yeah. need to. Would you like to join me? Because a lot of the times people say that because of jealousy, and jealousy is as cruel as a grave. Yeah. So you continue to open yourself up to allow them to speak to you without that mentality. Like they're actually five hundred pounds, maybe not physically, yeah, no, but they're I get, I get they're, they're sick. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why would I allow sickness and say it's not easy to tell them because they family? Sometimes it's a generational disease. Yeah, it's I'm not, sure. You know, they, it's just they just this is what they. Well, I am sure, but like it that. takes at least one person to start saying, "Hey, let me hold up a mirror yeah, no to question. you." Because yeah. nobody's held up a mirror to you. Because even like you said, if it's a generational disease, you know, there's a thing called odor fatigue. Odor fatigue means you ever gone in somebody's house all your life and they don't smell their house. It don't stink, but they don't smell their house. But you come over and be like, man, it's the same smell. So you can have odor fatigue in the family bloodline where you're so used to everybody being like that. You don't smell what's wrong anymore. And then now you become the part of the problem because now you're with a drug addict and you're aiding and abetting and they're drug using because you've always only seen them as a drug dealer. Now you don't have the outside vision to say, I can see you better than this and more than this because you got odor fatigue concerning your father. Older fatigue concerning because it, it's just a generational disease. They've always been like this. And you have to say to that family member, hey, listen, this is what there's mental illness in the family. Go get help. No question. Yeah, but that's why I just said, though, that's that. I'm just start passing the ball to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, Tim, that's why I said. I'm the point guard. By the way, I do. By the way, I was setting you up. Thank you. Yeah, for that. You know, I agree. No, I just want to make sure you weren't yeah, talking to me. Yeah, you don't you acknowledge just, that. But, I, but here's why I'm, I'm saying what I said. Now it becomes a burden to be. Oh, for sure. You know, you know sure. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's why some but people ain't trying to do it. Because they're not going to accept it easily. Who, like, for real, what you just said is true. Yeah. But now the burden is on you. For sure. Right. And so a lot of people don't want to do it because it's like, yo, it's easier just to be. It's easier. But the burden is on you because you let it stay there. Right. No, like you don't have, you don't, you need the fortitude to say, I'm not carrying your, bo- your burden. Right. You carry this burden. It's right. not mine. I'm not carrying it. I'm going to do what I can do to make sure you come out of this. But we all know that there are certain people with certain mindsets that no matter what you say to them, they're not going to change it. So I'm going to give you the information, but I'm not going to carry your burden of your obesity. I'm not going to carry your burden of your disease. I'm not going to carry your burden of poverty because I, for whatever reason, broke out. And I'm going to teach you everything I know just because I'm a giver in that way. But it's up to you to change that. And I'm not carrying that burden. So I think that a lot of people... That's another podcast. How do you not carry... Well, no, no. I don't, it's yeah. not really carrying the burden, but it's do you remove yourself from... The, from it, sometimes right. you do and sometimes yeah, you yeah. don't. You can't always. Because you... I'm just saying he's a pastor of the church. Right, but there's yeah. also boundaries of being pastor of the oh, church sure. because you, you also understand there's pastors that kill themselves and there's right. pastors that go crazy and there's pastors mm-hmm. whose families are going... So his, his, his relationship with his wife is solid because he has boundaries concerning sheep. If he did not have boundaries, his marriage would be in shambles because there's a lot of pastors whose marriages are in shambles. They're on the brink of suicide. And some of them are even murdering their families. Real talk. Which means, you know, you just heard of a pastor whose wife was on the pulpit speaking. And he came. He's like last week. He came in and shot her on the pulpit and then killed himself last week. Wow. Yeah. I see that one. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Yeah. But it's. Send me the link. <laughs> like, it's okay. crazy. It's crazy. I take your word for it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't got to read it. I, take right. you, I don't think you would lie to but me on the podcast. It's boundaries because yeah. yeah, what, no what happens is yeah. people will start thinking he's God. Yeah. And he's not God and he can't change their life and he can't fix their life. Yeah. And as a, as a good anybody, pastor, friend, you're always supposed to be pointing people back to God because I'm yeah. not God. Yeah, I can only give you certain tools as a human being. But I can't change your life. And I think that's where people get it mixed up is they think that there's some type of pseudo God that they can fix everybody's life. And you can't do that. Yeah. Is there a, is there a strong pool, do you think, for you to still be around that group? Because I think when you do kind of when you, it's, we talked about this the other day. It's tough when you really the only one yeah. in your circle that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's I mean, like, that's sort of picture. I don't know because, you know, we all over the place. So I don't know if I talked about it in the podcast. But when I went to the furniture 
uh, out the furniture district in LA, right, right, right. and I saw the Jewish kids taking a field oh, yeah, trip no to the bank. bank. Yeah, bro, I don't know wow. what we talked about it on the podcast, yeah. but they taking a field trip to Chase Bank. They sent school. me a video. Somebody, somebody, you saw in group me. Somebody posted. Like in, from our church, he preached about it a couple yeah. of weeks ago. And somebody in the church was like, "Oh shoot, look, I see it too." Like somebody right. saw it happening, so this ain't right. I so, 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 slow down and break yeah. it down because they're yeah. listening yeah. on the podcast. Okay, so so fast. again, like I said, it was crazy. So Didi and I, you know, we went to a furniture district in L.A. getting ready, you know, what I'm saying to make this transition, and I walked into, you know, me, I'm a people, people, so I see it. So I see a group of kids. I thought they was at the bank, but I thought they stopped on the way to a field trip. And one of the adults had to use the bathroom. You feel what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, they got to use the bathroom. They about to go to the zoo. Yeah, so they like, and they just stopped at the bank. Yeah, so just sit right there at the bank. I'm going to go use the bathroom and come back. But I noticed they lined up and they were trying to explain to the kids, like they was having a conversation with them. So they walked into the bank. We walk into the furniture district. So we go into one store and the man sits down with Didi and they going over some stuff. Like they looking at the blueprint. They looking at the plans and they going like measuring. So it, we was in there for about 45 to an hour. We leave there. We go to another little store for about 510. Then we go across the street. She in there for about 30, 40. We come out. I see a police officer writing a ticket. He's like, E.T., what up? And we started taking pics. The dude in the car was like, E.T., tell my man to let this ticket go. I was like, I said something to the cop. He was like, it's too late. I already wrote that joke. So as soon as. As soon as we finished. The pick, the kids walk out the bank. Two-hour field trip. Bruh, they walk out. And I'm thinking to myself, like, hold up. The bank ain't that big. What was you doing in the bank for two hours? Jamie was like, they went to the vote, right? right. But then it dawned on me, yo, if they're in middle school, they about to get the bar mitzvah boy and another couple. You know what I'm saying? They about to get cashed out. So they probably not just on no field trip. Right, they right. probably getting a bank account. Because they about to take that money that they getting and they about to put the money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. so I was like, yo, they really in there talking to a teller at 12. I mean, they're younger. It was probably 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So, but I was just like, yo, what kind of community are you in that you, that it's normal right. for everybody yeah. to be economically well? We took our field trips to crack chicken. Bruh, I'm just saying the zoo, <laughs> like the zoo, was, whatever it was. put the season yeah. on. Right, 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 right. So, <laughs> a little extra, you know, you need. So, so C always talks about, wow. C always talks about <laughs> what's the difference between being in a community like that versus being in a community where you're the only one, not you're the only one, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there are a few. You're the minority. Yeah, for, for sure. real. Like, for real. Like, you in the one community where, you know, he talks about one of his friends, we're not going to say his name, but he might make 500000 a year, and he's do he, he doing terrible. Like, 500000 and his family looking at him like, you only making 500000 a year. He, 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 right, right, he's poverty stricken. Right, right, he's poverty stricken. You're a disgrace to the family. You know what I'm saying? You made half a meal. You know, versus if you bringing home 50, 60 grand a year, you're killing it. You know what I'm saying? Let me hold something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we just talked about... You know what, what the difference between that because there is a burden. I'm just saying this. That exposure is crazy. It, it is. Yeah, it is. Crazy. And so I'm, for some people, it's just it's it's oh, rough. Oh man, no, yeah. the exposure is crazy. I, I talked about that the other day. Um, I you know I said you know yeah. I wasn't sure where the black kids were yeah. in my neighborhood yeah. during baseball season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Trey was the only black kid on this team. Bad my line. Literally the only black kid on this team. And I was like, man, we moved out here. We ain't been out there that long. I'm like. I thought there was a few more black families no around. It's gotta be. Until hoop season. Yeah. I said, oh, oh, oh we're here. 
You know what I'm saying? No, I'm serious. There was one white kid on the team. Wow. And I was like, yo, I'm like, we're not bad at baseball. Right. We're not exposing our kids to baseball. And you think about the world and life, it's like we didn't get exposed to banking yeah, that yeah. early. Like uh-huh. we we might have been in basketball. We might have been taking field trips to the zoo. We might have been going yeah. to the museum, whatever. But we weren't going to the bank. We weren't exposed to that. And to Maul's point of exposure, and we talked about it again after Maul's speech yesterday, I was like, what made you want to live like this grand? And he said it in the speech, but you know, you hear it and you kind of like, okay, for right. real, for real. And he was like, no, no, no. When I saw someone living yeah. in this manner, I was taken aback. Somebody that I knew. So I just think like, your boy got drafted, you know, and and got millions of dollars that particular way. But for those of us who are never exposed to it and didn't have the field trip to the bank and didn't have a friend get drafted and don't see it, how do you still take it to that next level? And I guess, Ma, you could take it from there just in terms of what that exposure did for you just seeing a mansion, seeing a $200,000 check, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what that stirred up something inside of you. And I want to know, okay, I got it. I want to know the difference between the person who sees that and right. goes, man. That's for them. That's for them. <laughs> and and, and I'm going to hate on it. Yeah. And I'm pissed because uh-huh. you got it. And who he think he is yeah. to the person who like, that's what we doing? Right. Bet. Let's go. Oh, Ma, throw another group in there, though. The group that's like, my boy getting paid, I'm going to eat off of it. Mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That group. Yeah. That's we, well, like, we've I'm been deep. acknowledging that group since oh, we yeah. straight. Yeah. 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 I wasn't here, though. I wasn't here. Yeah. I wasn't here. Yeah. Like, let me get some of that. Let me get some of that. No, no. Ma, I'm just saying, that's a group, Ma, that go, my boy doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to eat off of him. Yep. Yep. Like, he making it happen. So, uh-huh. he in the NFL. Uh-huh. Remember what your boy said? Yep. We made it, bro. Because he was so used to right. that. Mm. But think about it, man. I'll go back to the beginning. That exposure didn't necessarily come from him. If you remember the story, right. I, w- I had that mindset way mm. before him. Yeah. Mm. He was just the actual image in person of what I've always wanted for myself. And so I think it was a little bit disturbing when I actually saw what it looked like. Before, I just saw it on TV. I saw different NFL guys right. having it on TV, right. people that was out of touch with me. Right. But, but now to see somebody that you, somebody that you actually went to school with, to actually know a person and say, man, like, wow, this dude got my life right now. Yeah. You know, Ooh. that's what made Hold it. Hold that down, Mark. Yeah, that again. That, man, you do to make and see somebody Ooh, that you this. know personally Ooh. and say, man, that guy got my, my life. life. The life I dreamed of since Ooh. eight years old. So is that you're, the now problem, li- you're now living. Huh? I'm saying, is that the problem? Because we see it everywhere now. Well, no, the problem media. ain't the fact that you say this guy got my life. The problem is that you want to now either suck away from him mm-hmm. <laughs> to get that, to life. Get that no, life, as opposed to just saying, you know what, man? I'm going to go after this also. I'm going to position myself also to get that. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what it was for me. Like when I went and I saw everything that he had, it wasn't in a jealous type way. Right. It wasn't in right. a way of saying like, man, I'm going to take it right. or right. I'm going to attach myself to it. Yeah. It was in a way Bingo. of saying, okay, I'm getting it. close to it. Yeah. It's now, it's no it longer just visible yeah, to me on yeah on, yeah. on television. Yeah. Now it's real. Yeah. Because yeah. now if he can do it, it's the same thing with me and you, right? Yeah. You might have seen people doing real estate for years. And, and I'm saying, that's what I'm asking you. Is it the fact that it's somebody that you knew? Because I'm saying, we all seeing it now. 
Like everywhere you look on yeah. social media, everybody blowing up, everybody showing that. Yeah. So it's not an issue of not seeing it. Right. It's me seeing it. It's me seeing you do it. And yeah. well, I know my man. I know exactly where he grew up. I knew. Right. Oh, like that. Yeah, I think that's ball. the part yeah. that, you, you know what ball. I'm saying? Thank yeah. You. And, yeah. That, and that, that's the big thing. I think that, you know, when you see someone and I think that's. That's why you have to be grateful for a person to allowing you into their circle. Yes. Because, see, and I think people be looking for the fact like, okay, man, E allowed me into his circle. Man, E need to give me money. Why he ain't giving, he got all this money. He right. ain't giving, he ain't sharing nothing with me. But they don't but realize that by, they don't realize though by E allowing you in his circle, you're getting an exposure that 99% ain't gonna right. get. You're watching how Olympians work. Close up. I, I, Isa, you I'm know going, how powerful that is? I'm going to watch back. how an you, Olympian works Watch close this. Up. I'm going back. And you said it yesterday. Like, we yeah. got TGIMs next to pyramids. And I remember we yeah, went yeah, and yeah. he spoke wow. to 10,000 people. Yeah, and he can say, he can care less about that. He was like, we got to go do a TGIM because I need the kids in Detroit to be able to yeah, see me wow. in front of the pyramids. Yeah, I remember yeah. that exact conversation. Yeah. And that's what you... That's exactly what he's been doing. Like, I'm going to let y'all see somebody that you know do it so I can take all the excuses out. It's real. It could happen. You know what I'm saying? Did it hurt, though? Did it hurt? It it, did it hurt. I'm trying to put no. I'm putting yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, it's, a, it's the podcast, bro. On the podcast, we get real answers, and right. so I don't want to be quick with it. No, no, no. This was that's, twenty years ago. No, no, no. That's so why I asked you if it hurt. When I'm putting not, 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 not hate. Did it hurt? What hurt it was not hurt the what hurt. Yeah. What hurt it was not the fact of what he had. Right, 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 right. What hurt it was the fact that right. I didn't have. That's it. right. Yeah. What That's, you knew you were supposed to have. What, what, right. Right. Yeah. what else hurt it was the fact of, and this was the thing I think that hit me the most was seeing what he was doing for complete strangers, right. the women he was dating. Yeah, dating. And I couldn't even do ten percent of that for the woman I was married to. That's the thing that hurt me. He was living from check, from her check to her oh, check. Oh, man. And that was real. I was, taking, I was taking one of my wife's checks. Oh, I, I, I know what I was doing with Didi. Oh, bro, we was I'm in not, that together. I'm not talking about yeah. you. And I think, I think as a man, yeah, yeah, yeah. that hurt it because yeah. my heart was pure. I wanted to do, but I just didn't have the means yeah. to do it. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's, a, that's something. When you really want to do, but yeah. you don't have the means, means to, to do it, and you're not in a position to do it. You go to school, you graduate, and here it is. This is reality now. And because my parents were all police officers, I could almost see my life for the next 30, 40 years out. Yeah. And if I stayed in that, yeah. if I stayed in that yeah. position, yeah. I can see that we was gonna have a good life, but this is the max that yeah. it was gonna be. Yeah, we would never have what I just saw. Yeah. That, and that was the thing. We would never have it. Yeah. Never have it. It yeah. was impossible to have it. Yeah, let's slow it down though, Maul. You said it. Let's slow it down. And this is why this is the burden. Like, yo, you just said it, bro. Like, yo, my my I don't have a burden of trying to be God for people. Like I tell my saints, I tell everybody that I'm close to, yeah. like, yo, I'm not the one. That's the burden though. You just answered it for me. So for all my, you know, my loved ones that's listening, you know what I'm saying? And that don't just mean blood or church members, just the people who feel like they rocking with me and following me. You said it, Maul. Don't look for the stuff. Like literally sit down and go back through, as C always say, reverse engineer what we did. Because I'm thinking there are people who think, yo, if you give me $50,000 or if you give me $100,000, you put me on. But really getting put on is not getting money. Really what's put, getting put on is getting the system. Yes. Like, because once you know the system, yep. you can, like you looking at the people in this room, bro, like we not, we didn't, we didn't grow up with stuff. We're, I bump the money, the influence we have, 
the, the impact that we have. You know what I'm saying? It's like we go through the mall or we go through the airport, people know who we are. Like, it's real. So I'm we, saying, we. you come on, we're friends. Right, he's uh, friends. We, uh, we, you were mom, daughter talking about how she felt having her father eat, and somebody knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. She, well, I'm just saying though, I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. talking to my loved ones now. Okay, that's listening on. to the podcast. I'm talking to people that I love. Mm-hmm. You just got the answer. The answer is not coming around. The answer is not being around the environment. Yeah. The answer is actually finding out. What were the steps? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you should be, like, geeked about. Like, I had somebody say to me once, um, you know, because my wife, bro, you know, her mom needed a car. My, she like, you know, my wife like, let's get my mom a car, whatever. I got you. Her, her mom looked out for us, whatever, even if she did. That's, that's blood, right? But I had somebody else, Tiff, say to me that they wanted a car. And I was like, yo, what you don't want is somebody to buy you a car. Like, what you really want is to learn what people are doing to be able to generate money where they could buy any car they want whenever they want to buy it. You feel me? So to all my loved ones out there, Ma said it. Shift your thinking. Don't go, how can we blow up? Like, how can we get money? No, 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 no. What is the process of becoming wealthy? Like, what's step one? What's step two? What's step three? What's step four? And the first step, you said it. What do you want your life to look like? What do you want? And then find somebody who has that life and start finding out what's their routine. When they wake up in the morning, what are they doing? What are their mindset? How are they spending their money? How are they spending their time? Because we human. If another human does it, it means that we're capable of doing it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So to your point as an Olympian, and please y'all do your homework. Nobody could compete with American track and field. We was killing the game. Nobody could compete with us. Flojo, you had, um, give me my man's name, Michael. Um, Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis, but what was the other dude? Michael my, Johnson. Michael, Michael Johnson, he had the, the gold shoes. You could not compete with us. But when Hussein Bolt came on the scene, mm. what he did was not just win individually, but now what happens is the men in Jamaica are starting to practice with him. So as they begin to practice with the number one runner in the world, now all of a sudden the Jamaican racers, men, are on a whole other level. Now they starting to compete with the American men and beating us. And more importantly, the Jamaican women start practicing with Hussein Bolt. So the Jamaican women start beating the United States of America. So now Jamaica is dominant in track and field because of one man. And and instead of them going, oh, we got the number one uh, track star in the world, they didn't go, we want to be around him. They went, we want to start practicing with him. We want to be in his circle. We want to see what he's doing. How is he doing it? What is he wearing? What is he eating? And one man took the entire country's track and field to a whole nother level. So I'm saying we got to stop being around people who are doing good in our community and, and making them like, you know, um, sucking the life out of right. them. Right. Or even like or making them a guy. Yeah. Even yeah. Make, like putting them on a pedestal. Like, yeah. Respect so us. Cheering for them. Right. Don't right. cheer for us. Right. Practice with us. Don't cheer for us. Trap. Like, can I tell y'all the one thing about London that blew my mind? I was like, yo, I've been to London before. This ain't my first time, bro. I I started coming to London when I was in my 20s. Manchester was the first place I went to. When I came this time, what blew my mind was, yo, the whole crew here. 
Yeah. I was like, what level we on? We got the video, all the video, not one of the video. I'm like, hold up, gang. The whole squad, like all three, like what kind of money? What what we doing? I'm like, yo, every, we doing a podcast. Everybody's here. And that's what blew my mind. I, Tiffany, I got my mama, her, her son. I'm like, you got your son in London? Your husband? I'm like, what, what are we doing that we're no longer traveling with just Sin E? Because remember, you said it. You couldn't go to Egypt. It was like, all right, I'm going to send. Either or. Either or. It was like either me and Candace got to go or Carlin. Tamisha got to go. Now, everybody, and then I ain't trying to put nobody business on the street, but we did Saturday. Folks was here way before Saturday. Folks landed in this joke on Tuesday. People came in on Wednesday. They're like, when you leaving? I'm like, I'm leaving today. The They're like, oh, I ain't leaving the Tuesday. I'm like, yo, we're com- we're, we are finally starting to create our community. Whereas in other communities, yeah, they all travel together. Yeah, they all, because they, and it's like, yo, so for those of you who are following us, don't sit there in amazement and go, oh, look at Maul. Yep. Maul got an 18,000 square feet. He got a pool with yep. kids in private school. Yep. Oh, we oh, we know Maul. You know how people do. Like, we know yep. we taking pictures. Oh, we know more. I saw people yesterday taking pictures of me. I'm like, why are you taking a picture of me? Like, I'm, we're not even together. One dude sneaking. Another person got their phone stake. I'm like, why are you sneaking taking a picture of me? I'm human just like you human. What are you doing? Like, you should be taking a picture of yourself. Mm. You should take the camera on you. Yeah, for the record, that yeah, don't don't do that. Now, I, now if you want to take a picture with me, I'm like, right? I told my man, shout out to my man, he probably listening, but it was in the oh, hotel. He's like, let's take a picture. I was like, oh okay. I yeah. was like waiting for him to come. He was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, right? Don't do that. I was like, yo, don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah, no, your your, yeah. your point is is well taken. <laughs> um, you know, it, obviously, you know, if you teach a man to fish, you know what I mean. You're kind of on that. But I'm um, just saying, I don't have, I don't have people in my family. Sometimes not even at the church who will come to me and say to me, "Look, I don't want to say this on, I don't want to say this on the go podcast. Ahead. No, no, we got, hey. I don't want to say this on the podcast. But it seems like the closer people are to me, the worse they do, mm. and the people who are far from me blowing up. Mm. I'm just being real. It just seems like people who ain't, who don't like know me, know me like that. Right. They, th- I'm just saying, it seems like those people are. Learning, yeah. they on the podcast. It seemed like people who closest to me is just like, oh, that's ET. Mm-hmm. And so because they know me, they not getting the principles. A prophet is not I'm just saying, and I'm and, I, and I'm not even saying like for me, yeah. like I don't even need you to pub me up. Yeah. But it seems like the people who are farthest from me are like, okay, what is E doing? And it seems like the people that's closest to me, they they not taking the information. It's like, yo, you with me? Why would you be with me like this? And we had a we had a function or we wherever we are. You've never sat down and said to me, "Yo, E, how'd you get here?" Yeah, but I had I had a strong conversation with my friends. But they listen to and the my podcast. family. They are. Yeah, I had a strong conversation with my friends and my family, and I sat each and every one of them down. I had to tell some of them, "You, you got a lot of pride in you, yeah. and if you don't get rid of that pride, you're gonna have to get out of my life mm-hmm. soon, because it doesn't make any logical sense that you can be around me and I'm helping literally millions of people all over the world." And you are not taking advantage of the information that I have to get rich right, off of that. Right. So I think a conversation is necessary. And when I had hard conversations, Amen. they started to change how they Amen. were. I had a hard conversation with my daughter. Amen. I was like, there's no way in the world you live in a house with me. That's it. And you have not said, hey, I want to start this business. I want to start That's doing it. this. And you want to. It's no yeah, way in no the world because I can't feed no, it to no, you. No, no, no way. Yeah, it's no <laughs> way. What's the gap, so, though? Like, and I'm just trying to figure it out why. Maybe well, it's familiarity. It's familiarity. 
Um, it's also comfortability. Mm -hmm. So like he said, we can yeah. ride your coattail yeah. to the top. We don't have to work to the top ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. What was yeah. I saying? You got to ride the top yourself. Familiarity. I'm rocking there. It's familiarity. It's riding the coattail to, to the top. But it's also yeah. a lot of pride. Like, I don't want to ask for help. I can do it on my own. I don't want to ask you for help. No, you and do want to like, ask for help. You, I'm right. asking everybody for help. No, you hey, do want to ask for help. But it's humility to ask yeah, for help. Yeah, but you do want to ask for it's help. It's humility to ask But you don't want to ask for the principles. Okay, that's it. That's right. You don't want to ask for the principles. You want to ask for... The money. The and you don't want to put in the work, man. Yeah. And that's you not even call it a handout, work, though. Bro. Don't call that's it a handout. Because some people work. do get money from you. And I had some young ladies who uh, ran a business, and they would call me and D and be like, yo, can we borrow 10 grand to get to next month? We give them the 10. They give it back. Mm -hmm. I ain't tripping. Like, they kept giving the money back. They would never taking it and not giving it back. But they never came and said, how is it that y'all don't have to borrow money from mm. people? They never so asked me that question. Maybe they never knew the question had to be okay, asked. Okay, I'm just saying, you, if you got to keep good. getting but, money, but here, you should know the question. Yeah. Back to my point, that. though, yeah. it's like if you teach a man to fish, you know, he'll eat the rest of his life. You give him a fish, he'll eat for a day, right? But the crazy thing about the person who either either getting the fish or learning, it's the difference between somebody just handing me a fish and being like, yo, here you go. I don't have to do nothing. Mm -hmm. It's like if I teach you how, there's still some other things you have to implement in order to do that. You may have, Let's say the fish really bite early in the morning. You still may have to get up at 5 a.m. Before that, right. you got to get equipment. You see what I'm saying? Hey, before right. that, you got to get equipment. You got to, right, you got to get equipment. You got to get out there at 5 a.m. You may have to be patient. You might not get a bite for three hours. Those are the things that they don't tell you. Those are the invisible intangibles that Ma had to put in. So he could teach you real estate, but can he teach you how to be diligent in looking at your first property? Can he teach you how to go to the bank and make sure you set up all your stuff properly? Right. So You see what I'm saying? Well, that's on the program. But I'm saying, program. Make sure those things, re mm -hmm. listen, yeah. to your point, yeah. those things require yeah. effort and execution yeah. as well. Yeah. And people are always, what do we do in life? We're trained to look for the shortcut. Sure. Absolutely. And so if somebody continues to hand you a fish, it sounds romantic to say, go ahead and teach me. Or I could just sit there and let you continue to feed me. You know what I mean? And that was something that, a concept that I didn't understand and I didn't realize that, oh, they'll show up every single day for that fish. Right. Like, because that requires no effort. Right. There's no effort required to be like, yo, let me hold a fish today. Cool. All right, here I come. Right. I come back. Boom. I go to my house. I'm done. There's effort that's required with, to your point, fishing. Even if I show you, hey, this is how you bait the line. Right. Yeah. Boom. You do this. I still can't sit out there with you for six hours right. while you try to catch the fish. How many, I'm going to ask the room, right? Just to your point. See, how many properties, anybody in the room, did Jamal look at before he got his first property? 77. Everybody 77. in the room, no. He said in every presentation. Right. So how does people, how do you How do you miss that? Like, that's patience. Yep. How long did it take to look at 77 properties? Actually look at them. That was like, like go look at them. How months. long? That's months. That was only months. Months. Several I thought months. that was years. But, no, 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 no. I'm no, saying to the point. Wrong. He said in every presentation, but to what you're saying, see, like people, oh, like they gloss over that whole thing. Like, Maul, I've been looking. We get it yeah. now with the course. Maul, I've been looking. It's been three weeks. And I, I ain't this out They say, hey, Maul, you looked at 77 properties, man. I just got through looking at 60. And I, I I'm like, hold on, bro. <laughs> Your 60 properties is looking on the internet. On the internet. Right? <laughs> and you scroll. <laughs> you just scrolling through the thing. Damn. The internet wasn't even around. It was around, right. but they didn't have the MLS. Not like that. I look, I You've been on there for went an hour inside half. of properties, 77 properties. And so like you're saying, bro, it's just people don't want to put in that work, I can bro. give you 100, bro, because my mom, we, you know, my mom from the shot, so she ain't soft skin. But my mom hit me up like, yo, I, you got me with Ma, but this ain't working. I was like, Ma, you been, it ain't been six months, Ma. 
Well, I don't seem like I'm going to get a property. I'm like, what? It's been six months. If it takes you two years to get a property that you're going to be able to eat off of and give to my sisters and then to, you know, their kids. Ma, what? You know what I'm saying? And I'll never forget. She she was super, like, for this, my mom, bro. My mom called me like, like, seriously, like, did I do, was I wrong? Should I have not done this? And I'm like, ma, it ain't even been years. Right. Like, right. How, what are you looking for in months? It's yeah. not even possible. And I just remember telling my mom, and I'm telling those of you who are listening, like, yo, you got to trust the process and stop mm-hmm. rushing the process. Like, it is what it is. You, you, can't, have a, you can't have a child early, but it's going to be some consequences if you have a child mm-hmm. in six months yeah. versus the, the, you know, the 40 time. weeks. The, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. it's going to be some consequences mm-hmm. to that. So you trying to have a pre a premie, mm-hmm. like you don't you don't want a premium in life, but you want a premium in life. Like it yeah. don't work like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, mom, relax, mom, just like chill. It's gonna be all right. I'm talking about literally. Mm-hmm. This is my mom. That's why I said some people you can't get rid of. Like this is my mom. This is my flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And my mom is just like, yo, son, your father got MS. He can't work. Your sisters like stuff ain't working out. Like I'm trying my hardest. And I'm like, yo, mom, relax. Mom got you. And I'll never forget she called me. Um, geek because she got you know pre-approved for whatever however much and then she ended up getting a property and she was just like oh okay it did sorry son you know and I was like yeah I was like your mom not tripping you know what I'm saying why because I was geek that my mom literally was like made that step because my mom's older so a lot of people not really making the step. Yeah. So my mom came to you mm-hmm. and was willing to make the step right. of, let me get a property. Like my mom saw it. Like, so if this is how they right. doing it, my mom was like, let me fill out right. the paperwork. And that's so, man, that's so clutch, dog, because if it take five, six months to get it, and yeah. now you got it for the rest of your, your life, life your kid's life, and, but it, it's so hard yeah. for people to see that. And I guess it goes back to, Instant, gratifi- yeah. instant gratification yeah. versus delayed gratification. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. delayed gratification takes some maturity. It really yeah. does. Especially, just, even and even I was just saying, when you just said that, even when you look at what I, when I went to my guy house over 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I just got my 18,000 square foot house like four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Look at all of the time wow. and Sweet. discipline. Yeah. And dedication no it question. took to get to that point Absolutely. to still bring about that vision that right. happened I saw 20 years ago. Absolutely. And He's most on. people wouldn't even ever realize that dream because they will give up in the right. process. Mm-hmm. They would just walk away and say, man, it's too much. It ain't going to never happen. Yeah. But nah, you got to just with it. Yeah. I saw it in my mom. Like, I saw the literal fear. Like, yo, I didn't put my money in this. I'm doing it. Is this going to work? You know what I'm saying? I just told my mom, like, mom, you know who these people are. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. For those of you who are scared to go fish, look who went to fish before you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, look at the people who've gone before you. And it is, I don't, like, I don't know y'all story, but for me, the hardest transition, you know right, You've been with I, me I'm just saying. I don't know y'all story. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying, because I'll say exactly something. sure how y'all no, got no. here. I, I, I got to do that, because I'll say something. See me like that. Now he had my story. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So I got to go ahead and prep it that way so he don't, you know what I'm saying? But. But literally, the hardest part for me of success has been embracing it. Yeah. That's been the hardest part for me. Okay. The hardest part. Uh, but a part of me feel like he don't want to embrace success. Yeah. That's well, why he running around the airport for $300 yeah. shirts. No, no, for real. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, that. that Five days straight. That, that ma- divorcing <laughs> myself from that Midwest grind. Yeah. You know, and feeling bad 
I'll I never forget, my pastor came to me when I was at Oakwood, and he was like, when you going to finish? He was like, yo, it ain't even like you was taking classes. Like, when are you going to finish? And I just was like, bro, I ain't going to lie to you. I don't know nobody from my neighborhood that finished college and wasn't bougie. Like, I don't know nobody in my hood who actually got a degree, blew up, and came back and helped the hood. Mm. I don't know nobody. Everybody that blew up, they all abandoned us. And I don't want to be that dude. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be the dude. I'm not trying to be funny. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with this. But when I grew up, you get the Gucci, the Louis, you get the belt, you get the shoes, you get the bag, you get the car. And again, no disrespect, but you get a different type of female. Like, you don't necessarily get the chick that we grew up with. You don't, you ain't, you ain't getting the chick from the block. You know, what's his name? Kanye said, you know what Kanye said. You blow up, then you get, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's real. And I was like, I never want to be that dude. And I'm going to tell y'all what I love about hanging with Maul, hanging with y'all, is having normal people blow up and still keep it normal. Like, for real, I just grew up like, yo, everybody that graduate become a dentist, a doctor, whatever. They all bougie. Like, they all think they better than us. Like, they all look down on us. Like, I'm not, I'm, and I don't want to be that guy. So if education may, pulls you away from, it makes you like, bro, I ain't trying to be funny. I remember when I was at Oakwood, bro. You can't talk without people correcting you. It's like every time you open your mouth, you don't use that verb or that subject. I'm like, yo, this is stressful. Like success is stressful because where I come from, <laughs> like good. real people ain't just checking you on every single thing. It's like when you, when educated people, just every single thing. When you open your mouth, like the way you dress, like every single thing. And I just was like, God, I just can't see myself being educated and still being me, and still being able to help. And seeing people like y'all is just like, yo, you don't have to go that route. You don't have to act like, Ma, you said it, you, got, you and your family doing it. But if, when I'm around you though, I don't have to feel inferior. Like you don't make me feel some type of way. And when I used to be around educated people, people with money, like they make you feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. Like you ain't me, you ain't got what I got. I'm smarter than you. You feel what I'm saying? Like I'm the smartest, I'm this and I'm that. And I'm like, why? Like, did they make you feel that way or did you feel that way? No, I'm, I didn't feel that way, but they made me, they try to make me yeah, feel that way. They try to make, they try to big themselves up. The degrees by hanging on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> by, 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 by. Well, he was in school for 12 years, so you <laughs> right. got to just specify which era <laughs> right. of the journey you Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm just saying. There's a different saying, level of antagonism, yeah. so, antagonism throughout. So, so I'm just saying, even when I met people who had money, they carried themselves a certain way. I don't see people, and I'm not, no disrespect, but I don't see a lot of people who are where we are going back into schools. Like I don't see, I don't see, oh, no, I don't see no, the dudes no, that never. you that you. Uh, they not going back in schools every day. They not here to elementary, middle school. Like they not going back to the hood. They not at the boys and girls club. They they they're not it, like they make their money and they scatter. Like they don't come back and show kids, yo, this is what it looked like. They don't let like I was at a school. I don't remember y'all. I think Tiff might know the name of it, but it was like an hour from um, an hour from Orlando. I just went there recently. It's about a thousand kids. Oh, I'm like, why would you? Know? Right. I'm sorry. So shout out to Tiff. Miss Herder School. Herder school. Uh -huh. See, let me tell you what blew my mind more than anything. Bumped the school. The kids was like, he's here. I was like, what? They had signs up. Listen, they stood outside for 30 minutes. She said every car that would go by, they was like, is that him? Is that him? Is that him? Is that him? And then when I got there, no, no, she said, I didn't get there for like maybe 30, 40 minutes. I got there right at 10. She said, they start saying, I knew he wasn't coming. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I, this was a setup. Why you set us up like this? Wow. I knew he wasn't coming. When I got on the property, them kids was like, he's here. I gave him a hug, they started crying. Now this ain't about me, Ma. Here's what it's about. When you blow up, it some kind of way it takes you further from where you came from. This week's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Listen, you're in one of these three categories. Number one, you either watch people cook, and that's my polite way of saying you don't even know how to really boil water. Number two, you're on the fast track. You're on the go. You got a lot going on, man, and you're eating out every single day. And then number three, you a beast in the kitchen, but from week to week, you just keep running out of stuff to cook. You find yourself cooking the same things over and over. Listen, no matter which category you find yourself in, HelloFresh is the solution for you. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort zone in the kitchen. Using pictured step-by-step recipe guides with pre-measured ingredients. You only have to think, guys. It's measured for you and they tell you step one through six. You have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. Get your time back. Like all those grocery trips that you're doing, like you don't have to do that anymore. Like they're sending everything literally pre-packaged in bags just right to your doorstep. And it's fresh. You don't have to worry about it being like a scent with ice packs to keep everything nice and cool. And then guys, every week there's over 20 seasonal and chef curated recipes that you can pick from. From the family recipes to the calorie smart to the vegetarian options. And then there's a fun menu series like the Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. You have the flexibility of starting and stopping your deliveries to fit your lifestyle. Easily change your days, food preferences, and skip a week if you need to. Um, this week, the family and I got three, man. We had the Harissa Sweet Potato Pockets, um, the Trattoria Veggie Panini. See, I don't even know how to call half these names. And then yesterday, we had the Salsa Verde Enchiladas. Listen to what I'm telling y'all. It took all about probably 30, 35 minutes to go, literally from opening the bags to us sitting down eating. You, if, if you heard of this one, you better than me. The poblano peppers mixed with the chili peppers. Man, they gave it a nice little kick. Not too hot, but like a nice savory flavor. Y'all think I'm playing. Y'all didn't even know what a poblano was. See what I'm saying? Go to HelloFresh.com forward slash success 10. That's the number 10. And enter the same code, success 10, to get free 10 free meals. 10 free meals shipped to you. Again, that's HelloFresh.com forward slash success 10. And use that same promo code, success, the number 10. You know what I'm saying? When you blow up, some kind of way, you don't give back. And, 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 and how do you know you blew up? You know you blew up because you got a rover. You know you blew up because you can wear fancy clothes. You, you know, know you blew I know up. I blew up. My wife walked in and hit something off the mini bar last night. I ain't even tripped. She oh, grabbed yeah. some Pringles. <laughs> I ain't even tripped. Normally I trip. Right. Normally I go crazy. Right. What was the just, shift, see? Oh, Pringles. <laughs> the short stack. I said, what was the shift, though? Oh, oh I, well, I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. You know what I'm saying? What was the shift? I, Why would you not, miss this time? I remember we saw Australia. Left side, Ma. Left side. I almost had to leave her in Australia last time we were there. Oh, yeah, there. no, we was in Australia. Oh, Cannon's been on let me the, say something. the right he, mindset. Hey, did he tell me? Now. I don't know what happened, but somebody's room wasn't ready, and Candace walked. There was a Twix sitting there. She was like, who? She didn't even look at the... The little note car that tell you it's $75 for this Twix. She just hit it. And she did it yesterday when we walked in the room. It was original Pringles sitting there. Original. And it was right on the top of the yeah. joint. And we walked in and she just, and she, and I was like, my heart, I did, like, I did kind of like, 
whoa, that was a little premature because you didn't look, at least look. But I didn't feel the same rage <laughs> that you were feeling before. <laughs> right, in the past. No question. Uh, so you buying that Rovers, your that's mom. your key to success. Yeah, yeah. I'm My wife is buying Pringles. Is she going crazy at the mini bar, bro? What yeah. can I say? Yeah. Let's all ball out. Moving up. Um, yeah. All right, I want to... Um, I want to change the topic a tad because I, you know, as I was preparing my notes for the right, podcast right, right, right. in the wee hours of the morning, <laughs> I got notes. Look at this. Um, I really want to know just so Tip can verify what that that word transformation. Okay, I have. Um, so so maybe the three of us probably um, won't be as uh, knowledgeable on this topic. But while I have two people who I think very very highly of. And Tiff, we can maybe even get into your story a little bit more for the people who don't know exactly your background, uh, where you come from, and the things you've accomplished in your life. And then, you know, obviously we know E and what he's been through in terms of transformation. And I think the hardest thing in the world for people to do is change. And when you think about it, like, you know, people just stuck in their ways. Like, it's hard to, like, get that true, like, breakthrough for people. Like, you have somebody who insecure or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like you see him 10 years later and you're like, yo, you still that. You know what I mean? And so um, while we have the two of you who went through incredible life transformations and Tiff, I'll let you kind of, you know, start off and you can kind of give us the background of, you know, where you came from and how you were doing things. We obviously, those of us who have heard the keynote uh, that you've been given on tour, Every time it's funny. Every time I don't know why Tiff. Oh, it's yeah. just because of her dry humor. Oh yes, because of her dry humor. Oh no. Yeah. No. And the crazy thing is, it I always love seeing Tiff speak because it takes the crowd a minute to be like, oh, okay, I get it. Right. Like yeah. at first, and it it's take like her a okay, too. like yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Take yeah. her a minute too. Right. Take her but, a minute too. But I do think while we have both of you and you guys are thought leaders, and I mean Tiff has, you know, obviously. Thousands of people who tune in on a regular basis to hear what she has to say and help them get to the next level and EU you as well. But I think just as unique, both of you, I don't want to say living two lives is different. You know, I don't know the exact wording for it, because, again, I think with Carl Maul and I, we've all kind of been on this track of like, you know, whatever. But both of you were in completely different lanes, maybe looking like your life was headed for you know, complete disaster, maybe, mm. and you were able to turn that around. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, he was headed for disaster. You know what I'm saying? I was a three, and he made me a ten. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm talking about. Hey, Ma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about trash can eat. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about homeless eat. Not swell to get a four. Can we title this podcast that? Trash can eat. Twelve to four. Twelve to four ratio. Speaking of which, I had a fair file, and don't let me get off too far off topic but he yeah. said that the homeless dude um he had he said he you know he's then he like man i don't have no cash he was like Yo, oh yeah get a couple dollars he was yeah. like i don't have no cash and my man was like no i got square yeah like and he put oh, the man, square on that square out was on like me. i was like bro i don't know if i feel comfortable hey, giving you my oh, credit card information no this was back in the states yeah yeah, wow. yeah because you know I, you know me I'm, i don't carry cash for real so, so you I'm know like, e, we yeah, walking like, he like yo i don't carry cash my man said oh yeah i got square i got square i was like oh i'm good the world changing that ain't fine my man i see y'all i see some faces look at nicky face that ain't fine Hold on, I don't. Oh, that's fine. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just saying. Hey, my man using all. It ain't fine. All, my you, man using all his resources. Well, I'm right. saying he using all no. his resources. The, 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 the debit 
car Apple Pay game has messed up yeah. the hustle yeah. for those for the people who are using it as a hustle. Yeah. Uh, so is that fair or foul, Tiff? Man, it's fair and foul. It's fair for him. Foul for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fair for him. Didn't work, though. I didn't get, pull out yeah, my card for him. Because, hey, don't that Square account got to be linked to a bank account? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they got a bank account. <laughs> so, so, man, got a bank account. No question. No, everybody out there not. For some people, it, they working. It's okay, does it change it if he said, y'all just shoot me a cash app real quick? <laughs> and then he's standing there waiting no, for him to hit his phone? I would have done that. You don't need my... He was gonna take my information with the the square board, right, yeah. yeah. But that, I, yeah, give me your homeless doc, whatever it is. Homeless, <laughs> I got you, I got you, bro. I got hey, you. Hey, don't worry, he can say that because he was homeless. He was homeless. Right, right. Hello. He's part of that ministry. It's like being black and making a black joke. <laughs> right, right. Don't you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, back oh, on track. Back. Yeah, come back. Back on track. Always. It's like two o'clock in the morning in the states. Yeah. So. Um, all right, so I want to know about transformation. And Tiff, you can walk us through, you know, kind of your story. And then also, like, those moments. You, we, you talked about, obviously, the Oprah thing in terms of that. But just in life, uh, for those of us, you know, who are listening that don't know your story, kind of talk us through how you were able to make such a dramatic shift yeah. into this person that you are today. Because, again, I think that's the thing that's so hard for people is like, man, you grow up a certain way, your parents raise you a certain way, you get to be 30 years old or you get to be 25 years old and you got all of these beliefs and things about life and it's hard for people to make that hard left. Yeah. yeah. And I think one of the bad things to keep saying is how hard it is for people because mm -hmm. I think you're kind of indoctrinating people by making them think it's harder than it is yeah. because it can be easy. It's easy. It's, it is but easy. But the mindset is... Easy. Let's just go with that a little bit. But, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Easy. I got you. Mall, yeah, we want to help them out. Yeah, it's a mall um, thing. When I was younger, like in elementary school, I always knew I was going to be rich and famous. And I, I used to sign my autograph. Wow. Every, I used to practice it. I used to think I was going to be an actress. That's, I thought I was, that was my vehicle there. I could see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was In always signing my actress. <laughs> I was I always signing my signature. <laughs> right, right, right. You're kidding. <laughs> but I was always practicing at yeah, home. No I mean, I was always doing scenes of movies. Like, I was going to be big. I was going to be rich. I was going to be famous. And, um, and I kind of kept that mindset. And the vehicle, when I was younger, was drug dealers, right? If I wasn't going to be an actress, that was the rich people I saw in my neighborhood, that, that that was it. You know what I'm saying? So you were gonna be one? No, I wasn't gonna be one, but that was the way I saw to get there. Oh yeah. yeah. But I also saw, I, I had the luxury, and I call it a luxury to see drug dealers die and go to jail. Hmm. And that benefited me because I always had a healthy fear of not going to jail and not wanna lose my life hmm. over that. Because you gotta understand, I saw people that was killing it selling drugs in yep. the in the hood killing and then they would go to jail yeah. forever and yeah. I would sit on my calculator in high school and do the math. I'm like, man, you could have worked at McDonald's forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. And I made more money. But yeah. I was doing the, the math run. back then, right? Mm -hmm. So so with that mindset, I'm like, okay, well I know there's a way to make a million, but I don't know how to do it without drugs. And I'm not gonna be a drug mule. And remember I'm not gonna be a hustler's wife because they go to jail too now. Right. Mm -hmm. Once it's you found out the Rico well, okay, you feel me? It's like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I can fight outside of jail, I but I ain't know I for holding it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know that. No, I can't hold it down. More time. Right? It's not going to work. P.O.P. <laughs> but um, nobody, nobody I knew was entrepreneurs. 
So that was like a foreign mm-hmm. concept where I was from. Isn't that crazy? A foreign, completely foreign. Oh, facts. Um, foreign. Back you used to say that, people used to look at you like... Yeah. But I was also in the thought process of, because I was always a creative, I didn't think analytically. My mind is not an analytical thinker. I don't have systems in place, but I am a creative. And the very first thing I was incredibly good at was nails. And so I got my nail license in New York State when wow. I was 16 years old. Wow. Yeah, I won a competition. I was two, second in New York State competition for nails. I was really good at what I did. They have competitions? Yeah, apparently. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I was second okay. place in New York State. I was great was at what I did. Was it a or what? Yeah, yeah I'm just saying, New York amazing. got a lot of people. New York State, what was the finishing move yeah. you had? So the first one, you had to do acrylic, you had to do a silk okay. wrap, you had to do gel, and I had to do two nail designs. So I had mm. to show the smoothness, you had to show the curvature. It was like a situation. Oh, yeah, she situation. did. You like the Usain Bolt of nails. I got carpal tunnel, that's the only reason I stopped. Because it wasn't a time where they had the, fi- the electric file, so yeah. I was still filing, and right here, it would just burn like crazy, and I had to eventually stop, but mm. I had my life figured out as a celebrity nail technician. Like oh, a torn ACL for yeah. a basketball player. I know, it's the first, it's the first time you heard this, but that was my that was my vehicle that I found out, and I was the only one doing it in high school, so I used to skip class and do full sets and nail design in my study hall in lunchtime. No, any mm-hmm. teachers? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I won. Okay. 1.7 GPA. Oh, okay. So you was doing that though. You had teachers on the yeah. side. You so doing. we had four periods in school, in high school, okay. right? Which means that our lunches were also 120 minutes. Wow. Yeah. We had a huge... Wow. Our high school wow. was almost as big as a college. We could leave the campus at, as a high school. Like, we just had a lot of freedom. They shouldn't wow. have high school. In New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upstate, Rochester. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So during... So I would skip a 120-minute class... Because I got, we, I'm doing 15 minute fills. They're like, I need to fill the day. I got you. What you charging? English day. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Okay. Oh, that's high back yeah. then. Fifteen dollars. the same age. Yeah. Yeah, Fifteen yeah, yeah. for a high school student. Fifteen. So I'm making this money, but yeah. this start hurting. But that was that was the vehicle. So I always had the mindset of how can I make money doing this? You know, I was I'm from Rochester, New York, so it's a lot of snow. Mm-hmm. And that when I was ten, I put together a team. I had a snow shoveling business. Yes. But I had I negotiated wrong. It was like they were like I'll pay you ten dollars. It was like twenty of us. Mm. <laughs> it took us like five hours. <laughs> you everybody, get fifty cents. No, everybody. <laughs> everybody quit on me. I had to go tell the person. I was like everybody mm. left. I don't <laughs> have a business. <laughs> oh, she got real you entrepreneurship training. No, I couldn't. Couldn't oh, finish. the snow was like up yeah. through our neck. It was bad. And yeah, you had carpal tunnel, so you it couldn't quit. It was carpal tunnel. <laughs> fifty cent a person. It was like I quit. Um, but that was the vehicle I was taking. And, and obviously, every year I came up with a better idea. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But that was essentially how I started. So the transformation for me was always kind of innate because I saw the money coming in. But I had to think that there was a better way for me because I was doing it legally because I always knew it was wrong to sell drugs. But that was the mindset I had. Um, and as I got older, um, and this is another privilege. I was always around people that were making a lot of money legally. When mm-hmm. I started getting into my teens and my 20s wow. and they took me in. Mm-hmm. And what was crazy about that, this is how, you know, like I had a lot of favor on my life even today, but they would take me in and people would be like, how you get close to them? They don't like anybody. And they would meet me and like, I'm taking you in. So mm-hmm. everybody always saw something in me growing up. Yeah. That God like just made sure like I'm going to make sure Tiff's safe in yeah. these areas. And mm-hmm. I would watch. And I remember there was even this one time. Um, I was like in a business deal with somebody and somebody was like, you know, they're not giving you all your money. They're not being fair with you. And I said to them, I said, listen, I can I can what I got to learn from this person right. is so much more important from what they're stealing from me right now. But I had well, I had yep. you gotta understand that mm-hmm. the person was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the ten thousand dollars that I they probably owe me. 
right? Like I don't, I can't, I can't make, if they give me the 10,000 and they cut me off, I can't learn what I need to learn mm-hmm. being, and I knew right. this in my 20s, right. in my early so 20s. Stay connected I, to them. I always had this mindset. Who was telling, who was telling that? I ain't. <laughs> they might be watching. I try. They I'm might be watching. But I, I, was, I always had the mindset that, so when I look at my life and I look at how young I was with yeah. the mentality I had, there was something innate in yeah. me that other people around me didn't have that yeah. maybe even say, who wouldn't take $10,000 at 20 as a teen right. mom? Right. Instead of saying, nah, they got something I need to learn and I can only learn it if I'm around them yeah. and I can only watch what they doing because while a little of them might be bad, there's a lot of them that's good. Absolutely. And I'm not going to stay around them, but they got yeah, they got some type of character that I need right yeah. now. Yeah. And it was just who thinks of that. So yeah. the transformation for me wasn't, it, it, it was more, the mind, my mind was already there. My body just had to catch up to where my mind was. Meaning? I was already wealthy. I was already rich and famous. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. already there. So, you know, um, there's this thing where people say, make sure you know who you are before you get famous or it's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, fame is like heroin. You get addicted to it, you can like crash, you get over, like it's just bad thing. You see people go crazy, right? I already knew who I was before I got famous because I was always preparing to be there. There was never a doubt in my mind that I wasn't gonna be well known. I wanted to make sure, even when I was younger, how can I sustain this with good character? That was always important to me. Absolutely. And good intent, how can I not lose it? How can I not steer people the wrong way with influence? How when I get it and people listen to my voice, I can make sure. You think everybody has a moment or moments where they have that particular opportunity because we sit here and talk about how everybody has these choices and things like that. But I just heard you say it was innate. And I heard you say people who never take people in took me in and showed me. They did. So what if I'm the person who is not innate? And that person told me to get the heck out their face. But a lot Somebody of people to them was takers. That's what I'm asking. You're talking, you know? about, saying, you're talking yeah. about the people around them. They were driving Bentleys and Phantoms, right? I was around, like, okay, so let's say they took me in, right? But one of my biggest advantages is that people have always underestimated me. So I had the advantage of being underestimated, which means people would say things around me that just shouldn't have been said, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say their old friends were around, and their old friends started saying, oh, they got them another car. Like, why would they get another car? And I would say, well, it's their money. Why wouldn't they get another car? Should they get you a car? Right. So the yes. reason I, I started to understand why they took me in, because when they got a car and I was like, oh, man, they would call me and say, we just got a new car, but they wouldn't call them. Right. And why did they call me? Because I was celebrating. I was excited. Right. I was like, we got a new car. Because right. yeah, I'm oh, driving big. the car. <laughs> no, that's big. That's big. But they always called me. and, right. and when you can't them, call people. Right. When, they, when, when the wife would get a $5,000 purse, she would call me. Right. And I would go to her house and I'd be like, she is so pretty. And we would celebrate the purse. But somebody else would say, you got a new oh, purse. Catch what that. you doing you with that money? You listen to the podcast. Yeah. Catch that. Yeah. Yep. And I was young when I was doing yep. that. But I, I never thought. That I couldn't have it. I was like, man, one day I'm going to fly you to London. We always said that. I was like, one day I'm going to get a Because you're around it. Oh, yeah. So it's only a matter of time if you're around it that it's going to be yours. That's right. That's right. So, and everybody else around them was takers. So that's why I think they took me up under their wing because they saw my potential. They saw my willingness. And like I said about mentorship, a lot of people are like, can you mentor me? Can you mentor me? And nobody want to mentor dead weight. And I wasn't dead weight. I was already putting in the work. I was already out there hustling and grinding, and they was like, she has something special in her, and she's not taking if we if we mold so her. So you up put now, yourself in a position for people to want to. Yeah, but not not. I didn't do it to make people to want me. Not that you're saying that, but I just want to. You don't put yourself in a position to make people want you. I put myself in a position because I always knew I had the power to do that. Mm-hmm. 
And then when they saw I put myself in a position, they said, let me take you up under my wing because I want to do my best to at least groom you, if you will. Thankfully, I had healthy groomers because some people groom you for bad things. But they said, let me groom you. And sometimes they did say something that was bad. But I had an inner system, Holy Spirit, that was like, no, that's not right. Like maybe the husband would say all men cheat. So I had to kind of say in my mind. That's not true because yeah. he was grooming me to say, you know, to stop letting those men go all men cheat. So just find one that's going to cheat a little less. Mm-hmm. And that was all I had ever seen was right. men cheating. Yeah. So I was like, that can't be true. I can't mm-hmm. I can't assume that all men cheat yeah. or it's going to ruin me. Mm-hmm. So certain things, obviously, I was groomed for bad, but also there was so much more good in that. So the transformation, again, for me was more physical getting to that place I saw in my mind than it was mental. So by the time I got the money and got all the like success, if you will, I was already like, oh, I've already been here. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't excited that's, that's about big. it anymore. And that's key. You know yeah. what's fu- what it I was like, like finally. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't celebrate it because I had already celebrated it when you? I was in high school. By the time you? You I was like 30. You was 30 years yeah, old. Yeah. I just want people to hear it because and I had this problem with my son. He is where you are. Yeah. Like he always been on that. You know, like since he was younger, he yeah. I, we got a guy at our church, church uh, Chuck Arrington. And my son and Chuck have always been close because Jay, like, wants to find her things in life. Yeah. But Chuck I always struggle. Right, right. Well, not to <laughs> him, he don't. Uh, I promise he don't. Uh, which is crazy because you look at your life, mm-hmm. what's normal to you when you look at another person's life and what's normal to them. But I always say to Jay... It's, it's nothing wrong. Because, like, Dad, you trying to... I'm like, no, it's nothing wrong with what you want. I just think you move it like you want it at 24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? It's like maybe it might take you till you're 29 or to 30. So that I only ask you that because people are listening. may not know how old you were when you got it. Mm-hmm. To Ma's point, yeah, I got an 18,000, but I didn't get that 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I just wanted to do it here, even though you knew it. Mm-hmm. And you could touch it and taste it and smell it. It still took you till you was 30 years old. Yeah. The way I look at it is like at that young age, like even with Jay, I talked to I talked yeah. to Jayla another day and I'm like, bruh, you're planting seeds right. today. Right. Yeah. That crop is going to come about maybe when you turn 29 yeah. or 30. Bro, I think so, you already got it, but personally. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're planting seeds, you know, <laughs> don't get weary. Don't yeah. no, no farmer plants a seed yeah. saying, oh man, I I want the crop today. I think people should go through farming school. Yeah, they should. Because right. I don't think people have a realistic view yeah. of what it looks like to plant a seed. Cause yeah. we we heard this term before, but I was a ten, I was an overnight 10-year success. Mm. Like I I grinded for 10 years before anybody knew my name, before I was like putting in work. Like who else? When they were, people are like, I got a job, I'm being paid $20 an hour. And I was like, oh, I could sell two books in an hour. So let me just sell four books and five books in an hour. That was my mindset. Like, I'm not going to work for $20 an hour. I'm going to sell four books in an hour and I'm going to make that money. But I was an overnight success, but it took me 10 years, years to get there. Now, isn't it amazing how a person will, they don't want to plant seeds in their own life yeah. and wait 10 years yeah. to get that crop. But, but, yet, they will, but yet they will work a job yeah. for 30 years yeah. and wait to get promoted yeah. 20 years working that job because yeah. mm. of the security. And that's crazy though. But it's not because the, they plan on your need to be secure. Yeah. So they plan on that. They know that you want to feel secure. So they make you feel like, well, maybe you don't have the money, yeah. but you do have the security. And for a lot of humans, the security is better Kodak. than no Like Rochester, Kodak and Xerox was in Rochester, right. New York. Kodak right. was huge. Mm-hmm. And 
everybody's mom and dad worked at Kodak. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And that was job security. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one day they, they couldn't keep up with the digital cameras and everybody moving up to more online. No, no, not, not they couldn't keep up. They decided not, not to. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, they just it's was like, we don't, we're not going there. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it wrecked everything, but the security fell down with the change. Nobody transformed with time. And so when I think of transformation also, now that I just think of that, I'm able to adapt to what's new and what's going right, on, and of, I'm not yeah. a blockbuster. I'm not. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is shifting. Yeah, I can get in something when it's first hot, That's and it. then I can kind of sense where the season is yeah. changing to something else, and I can get there before the world gets you there. Get so I can already start. Your square card reader. Yeah. Make sure you good. Not homeless. Yeah. I'm not homeless. I think, it, yeah. I think it's no important question. to point out too, though, Tiff, that even though you had this laid out and you had like, okay, this is how it's going to be, you also had obstacles and things that happened along the way. You got pregnant. Right. Right. And so talk about that in terms of, whoa, this wasn't exactly what I was planning. But if I didn't have my daughter, I wouldn't have been this person. Like, if I didn't have, my daughter put a lot of guards up for me. So for instance, I used to fight heavy, like try to take you off this earth, like die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see, yeah, yeah. They didn't call, they didn't call yeah. me Tyson Tip for nothing. That's right. Tyson. That's yeah, right. Yeah, Don't yeah. let the frame. Don't let the frame fool them heads. She got them heads. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, but that was it. I was underestimated. I never lost one. Yeah, see? yeah, yeah. Undefeated. You must have been picking up bricks or something. My brothers taught me how to fight. Yeah, I didn't fight like a girl. I fought like a boxer. Yeah. My, it, was, it was nice, okay? <laughs> it was nice. But what I'm saying is... Well, Tyson was from, uh, trained in Rochester, I think. So was he probably? Yeah. <laughs> but in, when I was fighting and I had my daughter, I, I kind of slowed down. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah, kinda. Just I didn't slow bit. down for about till she was about ten. Well, you, she made it seem like she was having sanctioned bouts. Like, oh yeah. You know she like I kind of slowed down. So I, I was only booking them once every yeah. month. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Line up and you with your ace wood. No, but it was the kind. No. <laughs> hey, no, no, like, no, 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 no. But he kind of No, listen. We want to hear about his hand. Bah. What was it? Okay. I'm walking past yeah, somebody and the person look at me up and down. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I, I'm small. Rochester, oh. New York back back then was known yeah. as the murder capital of New York. Right. Okay. So you talk about murder capital over Brooklyn, over and New York, Rochester, New York was the murder capital. People came from the now city that we to talking Rochester. About fighting, I kind of hear your New York accent coming out a little bit. I'm like, okay, uh, it's more okay. believable. Right. They didn't come back. So they, they, didn't, yeah, come they didn't come it back. It was a murder capital. My yeah. mother's favorite student, her name was Stephanie Givens, died. An 11-year-old girl stabbed her in her main artery on a school bus over a boy, and she was 12 years Damn. old. Wow. And my mother had to perform CPR on her and try to save her life. They weren't playing up in Rochester. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you died. Okay, let him know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it was more so for... I'm playing on It was more so for self-preservation yeah. because... Yeah. Because I was tiny, I was an easy target. Yeah. But if I hit you first yeah. in front of everybody yeah. with the I've strength that my brothers taught me, yeah. you at least fell to your knees yeah. with that yeah. first punch. Yeah. I came around with the second punch and then kicked you. You're not getting back up because yeah. I had a certain strength. Yeah. I don't, you know. Yeah. So you could have looked at me and just been like, I would be like, hey, because I was always goofy and nice. Yeah. But I would have been like, hey, and if you looked at me up and down, I hit you Quick. on sight. 
Right there. Yeah. Mm. Are you not finna disrespect me? How old was you when you was doing that? Oh, like 15, 10, <laughs> you 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, Mm. Oh yeah, First like when I say, when I say, yeah, I threw away my knife and everything. Mm. Like I had to throw away my. I didn't. My dad would never let me get a gun. Like I would have been in jail forever. Wow. Like I had that kind of Anger. like. Oh, it was rage. incredible. It was rage. rage. Oh, I had a rage. It, the strength that I had came with that the rage. Management, they made you take. Oh, it was no. I needed it. Oh, you did. Okay, cool. she did. She oh yeah, she I was did. killing people in school. Yeah, That's why he said. Not. My principal said I can't let you, you walk bodies? the stage. No, I, I don't I ain't kill nobody in real life. My principal said, we got to just put that out there. My principal said, I can't let you walk this stage unless I've done everything I can to make sure you're productive. He said that because wow. I was taking people's heads and pushing them in the lockers. Wow. But a lot of that was also like, I didn't like bullies. Like people will come to me and say, Tiff, she's picking. I went to like an all white school. I had a lot of friends. I was very popular. So people would be like, Tiff, she's picking. Yeah, she was like, Tiff, she's picking on me. And I'm like, who they picking on me? They were scared of you. Exactly. Vote for Tiff. You was the bully. <laughs> she's picking on you. <laughs> and they would be like, they said, I mean, but it was people that they knew they couldn't fight. It was like mm. other kids that knew that they right, were right, easy right. targets. And right. I'm like, man, they know you can't. For who, what time? Yeah. they like 12 o'clock. I'm like, I'll meet I'll you meet at the locker. And they came to them and I'm like, what's up? Like, you're not finna. Champion. Real quick. The people champion. Remember? I fight bullies. But yeah, it was, it was a situation. So my daughter, um, and I saw fighting maybe after she was like 10, but my daughter was a really big, like... What year is it? She just turned... Yeah, she just turned 20. 14. <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> just started fighting four years ago. Yeah. yeah. But it was a rage scene. I had. So you retired undefeated, huh? Oh, undefeated. Yeah. It was a rage I had that I had to stop. Maybe. My last fight, I, I was four months pregnant with my son. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was incredible. And you won that one? Yeah, I was in the Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Oh, Fighting Ruth Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking McDonald's, Arby's. What, 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 <laughs> what was the catalyst for this one? No, no, Rage. I already know where she at. Was when you got look? Rage. See, now look, they yeah. talked about me. Now look, everybody yeah. went, what? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. And no, rage. rage, 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 yeah. Rage. His dad had a, had a girlfriend that, that nobody uh, knew about. Yeah. 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 He does the range. Say no more. Yeah. Here come Debo. Everybody talking yeah. they chain yeah. around. <laughs> uh hey Tiff. Um, but no, I think again though, for for you know, those of us who um have not undergone such a transformation, yeah. I think it's always fascinating to hear about like how you can be and not only that, obviously you started your career by writing um like what are, what are you fiction. Call? Urban hood, 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 hood fiction. Right, right, right. That was what you did and now compared to what you do now. So even after you let the rage go, there were other things in your life where you completely Well, let me tell you when I courses. when I was writing my hood fiction, because I got into that. Is that a thing? Yeah. So they they may not know. Yeah, I didn't know it was a job. No, they may not know you she made up. She was yeah. a uh, seven time bestseller. Essence yeah. magazine bestselling author, including the number one spot. Under hood okay. fiction. Under hood it was it was hood fiction. It was urban literature. Of urban literature. Urban literature. How old are you at this point? When you urban the first one. literature. Uh in twenties. Mm. Yeah, urban literature. 
And never had a course on writing a never. book, never anything. Wrote a, your never. first book and was a bestseller. Couldn't be that hard. Hmm. It ended up not being that hard. That's why I keep telling myself. Well, Lord knows you had stories to tell. But I also had stories to tell from my other, the other crazy people around me. Because yeah, again, Rochester was Rochester. So you're yeah. talking about like, I had a plethora of stories. Right, right. And I remember writing my last fiction novel. And I tried, because I was always good with English and the Queen's English. And, you know, hello. That was an awful rendition. <laughs> but thank you, thank you. And I remember I put a big word in there. And the editor at the time said, oh, your audience doesn't understand that word. You have to talk hood. Mm. And I said, oh, I'm done then. That was the last book I wrote. Mm. Because if, if I'm working with an audience that I have to dumb myself down for, and they can't go with a simple word like expeditiously that I learned in the seventh grade, then this isn't the genre for me. He and was I, watching Lean on Me. Joe Clark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where I learned. Everybody learned expeditiously. Yeah, everybody learned that from Lean on Me. You can't do expeditiously. So that, that was a transformation for me because I'm not going to dumb myself down. Mm -hmm. And I also understood that me dumbing myself down was going to keep me in a certain level. And I said, well, I've already capped. I don't want to be an Essence Magazine bestseller anymore. Like, I'm bored now. Mm -hmm. So if, if I have to keep this language going to, to stay here, I'm moving on. That was the last book I ever wrote, just because that was said. And I, I guess, okay, so then not even just the transformation in terms of not being an author to author, but that yeah. now the transformation into the type of leader that you are yeah. today where, you know, women obviously follow you for, you know, your spiritual connection with God and, yeah. you know, your ability to lead them. When did that come about and kind of how did yep. we get from writing? What was the name of your first book? Millionaire Mistress. Oh, my God. People always think I was a mistress. I wasn't a mistress. Uh, what does that mean? Millionaire mistress? Yeah. A mistress is a woman that sleeps with married men. Uh, I was never a mistress. Okay. It was just, I wrote the book, and the book didn't have a title. So you gave it. I didn't, we, uh, somebody else found the title, oh. and alliteration sell well, meaning MM, Millionaire Mistress. So, mm. yeah. So we just went with that title. Success. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, it, alliteration sell well. Um, but, the great thing is, I think a lot of people, when they think about transformation, they, they want to change who they are. Right. So I took the fight I had, and, and I just took it to God's side. So what God did with the fight was he purified it. Mm -hmm. He crucified it. He cleaned it off. And then it. said, you can work with the fight over here, um, but I don't work with a certain fight. So I take that same fight, and I teach entrepreneurs how to be bolder in God, mm -hmm. because a lot of people lack boldness. They're passive. They're afraid. They're fearful. They don't want to use their voice. And my, like, who's going to beat you? Like, you, you say that, who's going to fight you? You know what right. I'm saying? So that's kind of what I bring to the conversation of entrepreneurship is the boldness in teaching entrepreneurs how to grow boldly in God in that way. But I didn't kill that. A lot of people, like, they try to take where they were in their old life and they say, well, I'm not like that. And they become extremely passive because they're almost afraid of that rage that they had. And they're like, if I don't, if I don't keep it under rocks, I'm going to kill everybody. But the truth is, because it's so crucified, and because it's so purified, I only take it and I have the righteous indignation of God towards things that God hates. And I bring that same wrath. I always say I'm a friend to anybody that is a friend of God and I'm an enemy to anybody who not. Like I'm the last person on earth you want to mess with because I might not fight you no more, but I know how to pray. And I, I don't give God no rest. Yeah, I will not sleep. I pace back and forth in prayer. You can't out pray me. 
Maybe he can, but not wow. really. Yeah. I was gonna say, I you want to talk about take, a, a, true, a, a, a meeting of two undefeated? Hey, I go yeah. to bed early. I don't know. Yeah. I stay up late but I take that same strength. Yeah. I yeah. take that same question. aggression. Yeah. I take that same, and I give that to God, and it just, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no so question. all of that is that's that's the transformation I had. I took the same person I was, crucified it, yeah. and then I allowed the, the, you know, I use it for good now. I use my powers for good. Mm. God. Amazing. For God. I use my powers for God. And we are so happy that you're using them powers for God. I know that's right. And not to knock people out in the streets and of Rochester. names and people faces. No, she didn't actually do that. Uh, okay. Well, just... she saw snapped and unsnapped. Oh, yeah. Because she was about to snap. But he got into a fight at a basketball game one time. Why don't you just we're talking about fight stories. <laughs> no, he got to scrapping at a hoop game one time. You know what I'm saying? With Poe Joe. <laughs> Who, who the? You about to make some stuff up. No, what was his name? I don't know. Everybody Rick, listening to the podcast. Ricky Earl. I don't know. Everybody listening in now. I no. don't know. Y'all went to the game, remember? Mm, I don't. <laughs> I do not remember that. I'm born again. I'm Girl, born again. Tell us about your fighting days in Barbados. Oh, yeah, no, I had no fights. I had an older brother. I had no fights at all. Like, uh. I, I, I. To Tiffany's point, I was young and I was small. I was always a year ahead. So my parents started me school early because both my parents were teachers and like, we're about to pay a daycare, so right, you come to school with us. I know that's right. So hmm. I started school early, so I was always a small kid in the class. So you, so you started know, at what, three? I started at three. So most people look out for the baby, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I grew up as the baby in the class, but like I knew how to like you connect with everybody. Yeah. So my friends was always the, the bullies. So yeah. I'd hang out with them. So anybody right. mess with me at all, like I just had to throw, I had to throw the first punch and get out the way. That was yeah, it. So I literally like, man, you ain't gonna mess with me. And then I was like, all right, boom. And Beautiful it was life. over. But listen, it when you over. talk about the impact of my transformation, all my mm -hmm. friends came with me and the ones that couldn't dropped off. So you're talking about like my best friend had her first baby at 12, had her second baby at 14, wow. had her third baby at 16. And when she saw me changing my life, she was like, oh, either you're gonna leave or I have to change too. And then everybody started to say the same thing, like, oh, we have to catch up or we have to transform. So it wasn't even just a mental or a financial transformation with the people in my circle. People literally changed their lives, like their souls started to change, their, their minds and their emotions started to change. Mm. Um, but I was a catalyst of that and I didn't put ultimatums on the table, but they saw how I was moving yeah, you, yeah, and I couldn't changing. stay Absolutely. with somebody who still right. was, was, I would say you need to go to therapy. Yeah. Like, you can't come around me no more. You need help. I can't help you because I'm too harsh. And I will kill you with my advice when you probably need something a little softer because I don't know what it's like to be raped at an eight. Absolutely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No I can question. say get over it, yeah. but I've never yeah, been yeah. there. Yeah. I can't tell you that because you've never dealt with that. You right. got to go to therapy. So I would have these hard conversations with my friends and I would say, listen, if you don't. I told another friend, your son is your boyfriend. Mm. Like that's the thing with some women. Oh no question. That they be, yeah, they no start question. to date their their son and don't yeah. want him to be with anybody else. And mm -hmm. if you don't fix that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. gonna be a problem. Yeah. And I'm only gonna let you know that one time before I start backing up. Yeah. And then it started to get fixed immediately. But a lot of people don't. It's older fatigue. You don't see what's wrong with you until somebody points it out. But you need somebody that has the guts to start pointing stuff out so that they know. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, Tiff. Hopefully, um, your audience is pleased. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
I think they, you know what I'm saying? They got the whole, you know what I'm saying? We try to make sure that, like, let them know now. What is this one called? I want the title. Oh, I just I just texted it to see. Oh, I thought it was going to be the car. Yeah, that was going to be the car. And not George Washington. Not George Washington. No, uh, Michael Friday 13th. Yeah. No, nah, but again, <laughs> man, I, I thank you, Tiff, for, thank you know, kind of getting so, the rest of the story. Put that over there, folks. Keep this away. Keep that over there. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> you got the podcast now. Whole room on edge a little bit. Right. <laughs> um, Whole room on edge. Man, uh, big shout out to Organifi, the sponsor of this podcast. Uh, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code SUCCESS, all right? Get 20% off your order. Listen, man, you got to be healthy out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're uh-huh. running around these streets. Uh-huh. Uh, the corona is out there. She out there. I, this is unconfirmed, but I think if you drink Organifi, you can't catch That's the right. corona. Oh, wow. It's just not proven by the FDA yet. <laughs> Nothing else yeah. is either, by the way. <laughs> right, right, right. I, like, yeah. every time I look yeah. at something, it's like, yeah. they say a whole bunch of stuff, right. and be like, this has not been validated yeah, by anybody but Tyrone in the back. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tyrone has said uh, oh. it was true, so it must be. Yeah. Um, Call Tyrone. Uh, also, uh, oh, March Madness is upon uh, us. right upon here. Us. Yeah. The Spartans are primed for another run to Let's the phone. Let's go. All right, so uh, we are doing a bracket challenge, Carl. Yep, but I'll have everything out. Just yeah, look for the website. We'll post on the S, S, S2S oh, podcast page. Go green. Oh, oh, go let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Fam. Marcus Liberty ain't playing, so he goes. Right, right. <laughs> you know, no, I, you know, Marcus Liberty uh, ain't right. playing, so. Ooh, Marcus Liberty. Uh, 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 back in the day, bro. Back in the day. Bro. <laughs> you got it. That's Call what you got to do before it. No. <laughs> I know he was nickel slick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nickel slick. Um all right, so the bracket challenge, where can they find it at Carl? We're going just check the S2S IG page. Oh, the S2S y'all. IG page, go to um S2S podcast on Instagram. Is that what do you get if you um, win? Uh we, no, we're gonna do it. No, we're gonna do something. Yeah, like please. we're gonna do we, something. We talked about something big. Yeah. I'll let y'all know. Oh, yeah, yeah. maybe uh maybe admittance and uh make real estate real. I know yeah, we got trying a couple to change of those lives. up. Yep. So we could probably do uh something big this year. And so um Ma, also you have make real estate real coming up March twenty eighth and twenty ninth in Chicago. Chicago. Yep. In Chicago. Um go to make yep. Sign up for that. You wanna go to uh, also, the game life changing. Oh, Seriously, it's insane. financial oh, changing too. I, look, you yep. put up a post the other day. I was like, okay, I'm in tears. Did you see the one with my man? He always what's his? I can't remember his name at this very minute. But dude, um, he, I think he's on his second or third property. Yeah, he, just, he just got. And y'all put up a. Uh, in the, you know, he. I actually saw him at a couple of our conferences yeah. in the past. And um, I didn't see the. All I know, Ma. oh, show, go to Ma's page what and find the that? post real quick. Ma, that, um, hope, Marty, Ernie, 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 Ernie uh, that yeah. hat, bro. How you throw the hat off, and then at the oh, end you back. get the hat back. Bro, and that, bro. I, love I can't it, go on Facebook without seeing y'all too fast. Hey, the greatest thing about the camera, no, man, talk- every time I turn my phone on, nah, the right hat there, is there. Both of y'all, yeah. both of y'all. Yeah. I, like, I don't see my own, it don't come up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, famous. Uh, but no, just to watch him, yeah. you know, say... Uh, 
he, there was a part in the post, and it was just a candid conversation between the two of you, and he was like, man, I've wanted to do this for years, and I've been trying to learn for years, mm-hmm. and he said, I went through your course, and I had no more questions. Yeah, he actually brought his father with him, Yeah, too. that was amazing. And his father, mom, his father, so he's, this, this uh, Ernie was first generation born here in America. Okay. And he was from We're not in America right now. It's yeah, okay. I felt you no more. Born in America. That's that college stuff. That's that college stuff I'm talking about. He was the first. That's it, right? Give me my teeth. He was the first generation, and he brought his dad to witness. Yeah, that was amazing. He brought his dad to witness, and his dad, it's his and his eyes. And he couldn't speak most much English. His father. His father did, but his father was just like you know. And the father went up to me and just said, you know, thank you. He was able to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a son actually bought a property um, two weeks ago and then just closed on the second property. And I asked him, I said, what was the purpose for the property that you purchased? And he said, it's going to now retire my dad because he's been working for so long. He came in this country and never stopped working. So he said, this property is to retire my parents. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And he just said he took the model. He just took the model. And yeah. so, and he said he's been to several real estate conferences yeah. in the past, yeah. last three, four like years. This. And he said yeah. this was the first one to really just throw everything out on the table. Yeah, no yeah. And so, man, the guy, he just keeps yeah, on no, thinking. Amazing post, let me tell he you. He lives was, in Arizona now. If you yeah, guys want, on S2S. Yeah, yeah, if you guys want, yeah, we'll put it on S2S. But also, if you want to go see it, uh, it's on 9 to 5 Millionaire. February 26th was the date, if you want to see that post. That was just incredible, and Candace and I sat there and watched it, we were both like, wow. So go to MakeRealEstateReal.com. Uh, also, um, hey, I got, I got LA, what's up? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, let me shout out London yeah, first. We still yeah. here, London. Yeah, shout out to London, that was London amazing. London was fire. Yes, amazing. it was. Y'all will see the footage, yeah. check, yeah. check the page Great out. venue, Back too. Yeah. You know what was crazy about the venue? It changed colors. Yeah. Did y'all notice that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was like, wait oh, yeah. a minute. Okay. They changed colors. Right. Yeah. Like, well, you didn't come to. Colors. You didn't get there to 7.30, Tiff. Uh, t- you know, Tiff be like, let me know when they're ready for you. That time really, yeah, I couldn't figure it out. I didn't go to sleep till 6 o'clock that morning. Mm. Yeah, no, it, no. the time change definitely will throw you yeah. off a little bit. And then right, you so, stay up crazy hours yeah. anyway. So. True. Yeah. Hey, L.A., you got next. 418, oh, y'all. We at L.A. April 18th. So He's going to be out there by six months early, stay by six months <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All, All right. right, after L.A., we're going to C's hometown, Atlanta, 523. Hey, I still consider the elbow my hometown. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm, hometown, I'm, too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm we'll a, go with hometown, Home of the crack Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. We're going yep. to Wakanda. When are we bringing 1% to Lansing? Oh. <laughs> Every Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> 11 o'clock. Every Sabbath. Hey, Houston. We're back to Marcus. We're coming back to you. Breakfast Club. We're coming to Houston. They like June that. 6th. They like that. Oh, here he goes. They go. like he that over here. Week. I got a couple of Just keep going. Right. The only he's one didn't laugh. Uh, I said they all laughed at the 2% joke. Right? You know Houston, Texas. Marcus. Yeah. Breakfast Club. We're coming. June 6th. Uh oh. Get your Metamucil ready. Get your Metamucil ready. So ready. <laughs> Tiff, you don't listen to the podcast, but these are all inside jokes. Inside jokes. <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, two weeks after that, June 20th, this is the one I'm waiting for. Honolulu, Hawaii, y'all. Oh, We're bringing, come on out to Honolulu and celebrate my birthday, y'all. Oh, let's man. go. What's your let's birthday, go. Bro? June 22nd. Oh, two days yeah, after. We're doing a big left side of the menu type deal. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm coming, Mark, because I want to get on one of them yachts and stuff. Oh, no doubt. Facts. Facts. No we doubt. already putting that together. Your birthday. Hey, you imagine what's about to happen. Um... Probably on my yeah. birthday, actually, June 22nd. Yeah. Can we get a property for what we about to do in Hawaii? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we just closed on the property yesterday. Uh, so we we it's done. It's we, done. We hey, we're going to the north, 725, Canada, Toronto. We're coming to you oh, after CEO. that. Uh, we got Washington, D.C. Rumor is Drake will be there. Oh, we I can't yeah. confirm that. Tyrone told me that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Washington, D.C., October 25th, and we close the year out. Reno, Nevada, 11-14, November 14th. So that's our schedule, y'all. Get your tickets. You said Stop Reno. Playing. Tiff kind of looked over here a little funny. Oh, Tiff, what's up? <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, Reno, you get Y'all better start buying some tickets. <laughs> tickets shut your mouth. Right. Hey, don't let me get cut, y'all. I've been reading this. Wait, 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 you listen. Did you say? Chicago be ready. Yeah, oh, you did say DC. Yep, okay. DC, October twenty first. Chicago be ready. Chicago be ready. I'm just, I'm just saying. Right, Reno, y'all heard that. Y'all got a week, y'all. You might want to call more for Ty. And we can go to. He's the trying to. Okay. Um, one more thing about iPhone. What? No, no, no. I, I may be joining you, Camille. Is there room Cat. on the Android team? Put that on. Is there room? <laughs> Put that on the Is there room on the Android team? Cap. Is there any room? All cap. Um, I'm think. No, Nick. No. Okay. All right. So here's the other thing I got a problem with. Uh, with iPhone, if they don't quit acting like they don't know what I'm trying to spell. Oh God. Uh, that's killer. fam. I'm trying I to spell love. some words, and I'm going, you know how you go too far, and then it's red, and then you go back expecting the... Then they say no replacement. I'm wow. like, fam, yeah, come on. Y'all, the, the, the spelling help is yeah. just terrible. It's not helpful. I'm like, is, it, has it gotten worse? Yeah, I'm like, what From is the I deal? I can't type it. nothing. Yeah. I'm, now I'm just like, I'm just sending it out now. I'm like, whatever. And then somebody <laughs> say something, want to eat Oakwood friends, correct me. <laughs> I don't even care. But I'm just tired of the abuse, man. I'm tired of the abuse. I'm saying, let's join together. I may start a movement. Mm. Just demanding that iPhone step up their game because yeah. it's not right. Yeah. And so anybody got cricket or boost <laughs> in the room? <laughs> A mama phone. It's not oh, it's all here. I bet if I go back to my hometown, they're going to be like, yeah, for real, it's $19 a month. You get everything. I'm like, that's sounds pretty good club. right now. 3%. 3%. 3%. Hey, go to ec3percent.com. What a cricket. Hey, hey blame hey. it on the time zone, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Instead of extreme execution, go to moderate execution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he's not hey, tired at all. Back to he's bed. not tired at all. <laughs> he's wide awake. Oh. Uh, give me a shirt to just say moderate execution. <laughs> I may or may not show up. Yeah. Execution sometimes. Hey, we out of here. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your